The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan. Brett Fesley's here. Big Dick Toledo. The show is all in order. And we are ready to go through uh, the midway point of Super Bowl WM week. And I'm telling you, it can't end fast enough. Get them out of here. I was downtown yesterday. I had to go down to, uh, I went down to uh, Media Row with uh, Craig Gass. Got, I had to get a media pass to with go to this S's. event. Mr. Grass. Yeah, Mr. Grass and I. And I had to go down to this uh, media thing. You got to go get a, a media pass and a day pass for climbing around down there. This event he had me going to. And, uh, you know, went on to Radio Row. The fun part is we got our media passes from an AM station in Kansas City. Craig and I know the same guy there. Our AM station could do it, huh? Guy named Nick. No. Our AM station is nowhere. <laughs> I looked for it. So I went around Media uh, Row yesterday. And uh, Media Radio Row, they used to call it Media Row now, is podcasters and stuff. It's nothing sadder than seeing loads and loads of AM sports guys and the way they treat them. Because you got, you know... DraftKings and FanDuel and all these places that have these huge setups and and the, you know and FanDuel's got uh, Pat McAfee's show and their setup is beautiful. It's better than this studio and it's temporary. Wow, it's gorgeous. Uh, and then you got you know the Sleep Number Broadcast Lounge, which is whoever the sponsor is. Really. And I mean, Sleep Number is running the whole show. It's the official mattress of the NFL, which I didn't know there was one, but there is. And there's that. And then uh, you know. Uh, uh, XM's got their thing, the NFL Network, and they're all these glorious Levitard. Then you got, uh, you know, the middling stations, you know, uh, national stuff maybe here and there, and you got a few of those in the middle. And then meh, you guys and poor, uh, you know, Kansas City and Philly Radio and Arizona. They for get the, an opportunity. They just get, get a fold-out table, and you bring your own banners if you want them on there, and you put your own crap up there. We'll give you a spot to sip, and that's about it. And leave the nice people alone. They got a card table set up yeah. and everything. And they basically tell them, oh, and this is what I remember from Radio Row when we were in Tampa. Uh, they, they basically say, don't go bugging the other hosts. for They're not guests. And you're, you're kind of like, wow. It was one of the most disappointing experiences I've ever had. <laughs> And so we're sitting there, and then they bring – and it, people may may have noticed by now that they bring over people that you'd never 
Like Miss America's always there. And she was there yesterday and she's talking about like some teeth whitening program. So you don't want to talk to you. You're like, wow, Miss America, tell us about that. Well, I've been in pageants since I was 12, and it's an unbelievable experience, and I couldn't have done it without Dave's Teeth Whitening Systems. Now, Dave's Teeth Whitening Systems are available to everyone now, and it's eight hours a day. You just and It's like, wow, well, she went right into a commercial, and that's their job. Well, you need the bell. That's ding, their ding, job. Ding. And they're, it's like thousands of dollars handed to people to go do it, like Solomon Wilcott. I listened, uh, well, I was with Toledo in the studio before he left yesterday, and he was on some show in Seattle down at Radio Row that had sent... Or it was a Dave, Doug Gottlieb show. And there's Solomon Wilcots. And Solomon, well, you know, the Chiefs have this chance and this chance. And, like, Solomon Wilcots is not well-known, former player who does some uh, anal- analysis and stuff. And then he's blabbing on and on about neutrogenics or something stupid for an hour. And he realized, oh, and this you'll is... like it, too. I've been sucked into thinking <laughs> I'm just going to be part of this celebrity cavalcade of people who are just here for the Super Bowl that like to wander around... Nobody's allowed in there without a, an agenda. Yeah, I was curious. I, I, I'm figuring he's just showing away for his show in Vegas. Who? But Carrot Top was around. Oh, Carrot Top has it. No, Carrot Top. Did he have was, a product? He has, uh, he, he has a product. And well, the big thing is Carrot Top was sent in by the Las Vegas uh, tr- Bureau of uh, Travelers. That's what I Because the Super Bowl is next year in yeah. Vegas. It'll be uh, next year. It's in Vegas. So it's like right up the road. And they're bringing him around to talk about what they're, you know, the Vegas stuff. And then he had some other thing he's showing for. And then his own show, obviously, yeah. is going to get plugged. But it's just, a, it's commercials. And it's it's brutal. So the I'm other, standing the, there. I'm watching all this stuff go down. I'm talking to the guys from 610 AM radio in Kansas City. And they're the flagship for the Chiefs and all this stuff. And they're good dudes. And it's just, you look and you're like, you're crammed in a corner with five other guys with fold-out tables. You got your four mics and your little, and that's it. Station banner. And then just weirdos. Lurking, standing there waiting, and I'm like, Nick, who's the guy behind us here? And he goes, Oh, he's the one trying to sell me Wilcots. And I'm like, Really? And he goes, When when can we schedule a Solomon Wilcots interview? Uh, not really all that interested. Okay, well, he's going to come by here, and if you don't do this, I've got four others I can't bring you. So this leverage dude, it's all you got to do these people, and they they basically hold you hostage. And it's such it work, a cruddy. It, it event. also works the other way too. If if it's a bigger name person that's going around there, and all of a sudden. One of the other shows, uh, we can take them now. Oh, you're gone. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> what you had scheduled. Yeah, we're ready to go in two minutes. I will say this. It's a fine-tuned machine. They don't do that. They don't do the we can take them now thing. You have a time. And if you hit your time, you're on your time. If you miss it, they move on. There's yeah. nobody that's going to go, okay, you can go on Mad Dog now. It's not that way. You're like, no, we had them at 810. They keep it pretty, like, if you had an 810, you're getting an 810. But uh, just going down there and watching it all, watching all these people just trip over their dicks to talk to Dana White. And Dana White's like, but we're not talking about the thing. I'll talk. The slap I'll talk. No, we're not talking about, we'll talk UFC and we'll talk, but we're not talking about the thing. And then he was on a show like that had a banner that said Ape Man. And it was some dude who's like in his late 60s who still calls himself Ape Man. And I was just giggling. I'm like, radio is just so weird. But podcasters have taken over. And then over in the corner, all I hear is, and that's why you have to understand, Kansas City Chiefs. Nothing to be messed with. Like, wow, that is piercing. What is that? And we'll be back in just a minute with more Mad Dog. And I'm like, it's Mad Dog. Where is he? And he's on high. They have him in this. I mean, he's like the king above everyone else by about eight feet in this big tent. And he is just at top of his lungs, Mad Dog in a way. And that's what Carl Harmon Killebrew would have been here today. And he would have told you right now. I'll tell you right now. This is what you got to listen for. Mad Dog's right. They didn't set it up so the audio might go above your head. 
<laughs> the high pitch. Yeah, it was just to keep teenagers away from the convenience store. But Mad Dog's up there screaming away. And I'm like, yeah. And I met Ryan Leaf with Craig Guest and Ryan Leaf are good friends. And it was awkward because Craig introduced me and he goes, uh, my friend really wanted to meet you. And, and I automatically, my body just reacted like, no, I didn't. Because <laughs> I didn't. I was like, oh, he's like, I'm good friends with Ryan Leaf. Do you want to meet him? And I'm like, sure. If you want, if you want to walk in there, I'll say hi. I don't, you know. And it had, this is John. We came back here. He really wanted to meet you. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, no. Said no man ever. And, and then I was like, such a terrible like reaction to that. I'm like, no, that's not true. And then I just took his hand. I'm like, it's nice to meet you, though. And then I'm like, happened? Jesus, John, you dick. Why did you do that? Why, did you do, why didn't you just go, it's nice to meet you? I couldn't. My body reacted like, well, that's not true. I wasn't like clamoring to meet. His wife, however, we talked to her. She's the sweetest lady on the planet. Ryan Leaf's actually a really nice guy. But you don't introduce somebody saying, this guy's really dying to know you. When I never said that. This is my friend John. Yeah, that's it. Hey, this is my buddy John. He works in a radio station here in town. He's like, hey, nice to meet you. That would have been easy, but no, we made it seem like I was. Because we had to stand behind a wall for a second, and Ryan Leaf saw us, and he thought the whole reason we were there is because I just couldn't wait to get my paws on him. And that was the only thing. When I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not true. I just, I, I'm just, oh, I'm, a, I'm not gay for you. Don't, I'm not. <laughs> this isn't a thing. Did you get a selfie and an autograph and all that kind of stuff? No, I don't know. And then, and, then, I, and then because I did that, as we're leaving, I'm like, all right. And Craig's like, okay, see you later, Ryan. We'll talk to you. And then I just walk out and I hear, nice to meet you. I turn like you. <laughs> I walked away like, oh, boy. He thought there was a fanboy experience. And I, I greatly... Uh, disappointed him. It was, it's just so weird. It's just such an awkward. Uh, and then, you know, comedian will walk by and everybody loses their mind. Not Craig Gass, but like, you know, comedian, comedian. <laughs> you know, Craig has some people that are like, oh, it's Super Bowl. Craig must be here. How'd you sneak in? And then there we are with our media badges that say we work for 610 a.m. Kansas City, which is just solid as can be. <laughs> but our sports station. No were problem. they there? No, I didn't see them. If they were, they were hidden. I don't think so. They are, but you know, here they have to uh, apply a year ahead of time. Well, why would they be there? They don't have any live shows. Well, Kemp, I thought Kemp's at home. Well, just covering uh, to get audio. Can't they do that? Or no, you could, I suppose, but you just sit there and like we're just taking. Might have a part timer over there. But who's going to do I, the interview? One of the Kayla? promo guys, and and just here's an interview with Kayla. It's like she's just kind of the background noise. It doesn't make any sense yeah. for them to be there. Dan Patrick will get all the big guests there anyway. Yeah, so it's it's goofy. It's so weird. And then downtown was insane. In the afternoon, I got my media pass. The whole reason I went down is to get the media pass to go to this media dinner last night. And I left the damn thing at the apartment downtown at the H and H Ranch. I get home. I do a little workout. I'm you know kind of cruising through the day slowly. Uh, it's five o'clock. I got to be there at six thirty. And I realize I got to go get that media pass. I forgot it downtown. The whole reason I went down there and I forgot it. So I had to drive all the way to the apartment. So I go there. It's there, Downtown was empty. I figured like, it'd be a zoo. I was just going to see that. Town. I got in and out of there in like five minutes. Ghost town last night. Couldn't believe how weird it was. Maybe There's no event. will be all right. No, it won't because they got all the concerts oh, and stuff son. starting tomorrow. Tonight's actually bad, too. He's hoping for the best. He's I know. Paramore He's got to go to Paramore with his daughter, who still I don't understand why he just doesn't say, take a friend. This is weird. My dad <laughs> wouldn't have gone with me. Uh, he would have said, what's wrong with you? Get a pal. I'm driving you down to Paramore. What the hell's a Paramore? And Brady wants to say that, but Kirby would then have to start having life without Brady. And that would. And then I don't want Brady. Crusher. I don't want Brady to try to kill himself. There's a beam in his house strong enough to hold on to that. He'd just end up maiming himself. It's adorable, you and your daughter dating or whatever it is you're doing. I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> it's creepy. 
You should be like every other dad waiting in the parking lot mad. Well, she kind of says, park here. Drop me off. I don't want to be seen with you. Daddy! Papa! It's weird that, that you can do this. and you need, you need to break her heart, Brady, is what you need to do. Daddy doesn't want to see You don't Paramore. break your little angel's heart. Daddy John. doesn't want to see Paramore. <laughs> it's time we saw other people. <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be crazy. But I couldn't believe how empty it was last night. And then, of course, the dude climbing the chase tower, or whatever they call it. Is it the chase tower still, or whatever? Yeah, it is? that's yeah. what they were calling it. Yeah, yeah. the chase tower. Pro-lifer. Pro-life Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I love pro-life Spider-Man. He gave me the idea that all superheroes should have their abortion stance before their name. Bruce Wayne becomes pro-choice Batman. <laughs> yeah. But pro-life Spider-Man, and it's an impressive feat. Horrifying. On top of every floor, you know, I was thinking about this. I'm like, this is tough. For, you know, the first responders, they're talking to them. They're trying every floor, please stop. Let's get down here. I'm like, imagine the guy's focus free climbing and having to, it's like someone in the kicker's ear. Hey, don't, you're going to miss this, man. You're going to miss this. The good news is Arizona doesn't have tall skyscrapers. Ours are, oh, it's 40-something stories. 40 stories is still Uh, tall. But I'm just saying, if it was a bigger city, buildings, 80, 90 is pretty common. So, good news for him was, he only had to climb, like... Half hour? Yeah. And, and was he's not worried about it. You and I are worried about 40 stories. This guy doesn't seem to be bothered by it. 40 stories is nothing to him. And it's also a third of the way up some of the bigger buildings in major cities. And I, and, and he found that little nook, that little gap he could climb all the way up. And he made it all the way up. I'm, you know, it didn't change my stance on abortion, but I was impressed. <laughs> I, you know, you want to be a pro-life climber... I'm not going to go out and start, you know, trying to blow up Planned Parenthoods now that this guy did it. But I also think, hey, that's pretty impressive and really effective, like, abortion position to be pro-life Spider-Man. That's going to register in my mind for a while. I mean, he made a 40 stories with no climbing nothing, gear, no nothing. You know what? If you make it to the top, tip of the cap, just yeah. go. Yeah, You're you know fine. what? They should close for just for doing that. Yeah. Planned Parenthood should close for a week. Just you can't have any abortions for one week. Just because that was pretty. You got to admit. Sorry, horrors. But yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Look, sluts. You got to give birth to it. And your baby might be a good climber like this guy. We're, think of all the climbers we've killed over the last few years just because you guys couldn't keep your legs closed. Please. Pro-life Spider-Man is impressive. Now, you can hate his stance. He's taking a controversial position. And the fire department can't stand him because they're thinking, now we got to climb all these stairs and get ahead of him and start yelling at him all the time. And then, uh, you know, try to slow him. It didn't slow him down. He made it all the way. And if he fell down, he's going to fall on people. So they had to clear out, you know, the base of the tower. They had to get people out of there, close a road. I mean, it's a pain in the ass more than it is anything else. I'm sure the fire department was like, I wish the guy would just fall already. And then if he did fall, somebody's got to clean that up. But he didn't. So in hindsight, you look back now and you say, yeah, it was stupid. But pro-life Spider-Man did it. And that's pretty amazing. So if we could just get the politics out of his climbs, and he did that to himself, we could all sit back and go, pretty neat. Nice job. And he's only 23, which is, like, his parents had to know early on, this kid can climb anything. He's yeah. Andy's pro-life. He should be a pro-life superhero. I'm pro-choice Batman. How are you today, Planned Parenthood? I see that you're pregnant. I won't foil your pregnancy but i will foil your criminal mind i like my superheroes to have a abortion stance attached to their name i think it would be great i want pro-life ant-man and pro-choice wasp in the theaters 
pro-life Ant-Man would be great. Oh, or yeah. actually, pro-choice Ant-Man would be great because he could crawl in and gnaw the baby out. In fact, if you're going to have any of them be pro-choice, pro-abortion Ant-Man would be the best. They've made abortion illegal, Ant-Man. No problem. Watch this. Just climbs in there and starts stabbing himself. <laughs> I had Ant-Man take care of it. No one ever knew. He comes out all gloppy. All right. Now let's try to keep it together, sister, and try Done. to wear rubbers or something. What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's always got a little message at the end. Hey, look. Ant-Man, pro, pro-choice Ant-Man provides rubbers at his facility. <laughs> I don't want to go in there ever again. Don't make this a habit. Ant-Man's not a big fan of climbing in there and stabbing out your uterus. <laughs> Marvel has to get on this. Pro, pro-choice, pro-life superheroes are the best. And pro, hey, again, could you do it? I mean, he, he really gave a, uh, a great, it's, it's a great statement for, uh, you know, the, the accomplishments of a human being, no matter what their history. I don't know this guy's history, but 23, evidently he's been climbing a lot of things since he was like four. You're 23 and you just decide to go ahead and climb the tallest building in a major metropolitan area. You got some confidence. You got some nuts on you. Oh, and yeah. imagine had they aborted that guy, what we'd have lost. This amazing story is guy climbing. And he said he's raising money for it. Please donate. I mean, oh yeah, where and who? I guess you got. You, you, if you follow pro life Spider Man on Instagram, he 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 live fed a lot of things. He put in a little video in the middle of it. He stood on the a little notch he'd found that made him very comfortable to stand there, and uh, and he's like, yeah. By the way, I'm raising money. If you want to donate to getting rid of abortions altogether, I'm going to keep climbing while. You guys, and then ching, 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 people, I guess a bunch of religious people were like, this is great. And how much money uh, does it cost just a little fine, you know, okay, he's arrested. It's uh, trespassing. There's trespassing in some sort of nuisance, uh, criminal nuisance thing. And then there, look at that. There, there's got to be an added charge for bringing out the, uh, oh, and then know, he, first responders. Or? Yeah. He had a thing where he. He named some lady and said, "This climb is for this 22-year-old girl who's in trouble." And there, dozens of people that were cancel standing or abortion by here or on the street as they watched that man climb up the 40 stories of the former Chase Tower here without a rope or a harness. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So we want to actually ascend him up this building with our prayers. Starting at the bottom of 40 floors, Mason Deschamps, also known as Pro-Life Spider-Man, set to climb up the former <laughs> Chase Tower. <laughs> I don't know. It's former. It was aborted. They, they aborted Chase. Technical rescue members uh, from two different cities. We had Phoenix. Yeah, unfortunately, the fire department had to sit and watch this. From and, you know, I even if I was a firefighter that was tired of it at the end, I'd have been like, "Nice work, dude." You see him stuck in between that little crack. Watched from the street. Someone told me, and I was like, "I don't, I don't believe that." But I came out here, and I was like, "Yep." <laughs> People are crazy. By ten twenty, <laughs> Sky Twelve is overhead. It's pretty interesting watching this. As questions still lingered. Kind of wonder, 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 like wonder, like uh-huh. what is he thinking? Like what's going through his mind? Oh, he's thinking about uh, live birth. Is what he's thinking about. I had to wonder what he's thinking about. He's thinking about. Uh, a Hoover and a hanger is what he's thinking about. He's thinking about less graham crackers and sprites for young whores in the valley. This report brought to you by Dyson. <laughs> report brought to you by Sprite. Everybody after their abortion gets a can, that little known fact. Used to give him Sierra Mist when uh, they made that, but now it's Sprite. I wonder what would have happened if, you know, on the 38th floor... Hope says she's not going to do it. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Now Hope's, you can come down. Hope's keeping the baby. Great. And then they arrest him and he goes to in 
you know, if they're that concerned about, maybe he should have to pay kind of like the stupid motorist law. He should have to pay for all the oh, I the think fire it, department stuff and the closed road and I, I, 18, I think kick him down. But eighteen thousand followers. How many? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand, which is ironically Ooh, how many are aborted. He's taking pictures day. too. There's a video from. Oh yeah, no, he was he was doing a live stream. He'd stop every once in a while and film and talk about it. Is that a video? I think one of them's a video where he starts talking about why he's there. Hey guys, up here in Phoenix, up on the Chase Tower. Former Chase Tower. Uh, we are climbing today to raise money for a woman named Hope, who is 22 weeks pregnant, and uh, we just want to help her. She's has some disabilities we want to help her choose life so please if you guys want to donate go over to letthemlive.org see we have a little uh, prayer session going on there pro-life wolverine and uh, a bunch of friends pro-life wolverine's a guy so just uh, go to letthemlive.org and, and uh, help support pro-life wolverines nice pro-life wolverine's a guy hey guys i like pro-life wolverine too <laughs> this is awesome i had no idea our superheroes were going to get uh, do this Trying to see if he's climbed anything else. He's climbed a Planned Parenthood sign. That's not too hard. But, I mean, you know, hey, look. I don't care what your views are. I- I'm so in the middle on abortion, it's ridiculous. I've told you all my stance. If I were to stand outside with a sign, it would say, it's your choice, whore. I think uh, you know, she can do whatever she wants. But don't use, it, don't use it as birth control, that's all. But if you're going to climb buildings like that, hey. I'm not. I'm not leaning in with the with one side or the other, but I'm pretty impressed. I'm not going to lie to you. And somehow to make that amazing climb about abortion is is. It's frankly, it's kind of annoying. I would rather just talk about your climb. I'm missing work for that. I'm watching that. Oh yeah, if I'm, you're downtown. Oh. If I'm in the chase to tower, I'm going up every floor. <laughs> there he is, forty times. There he is again. This dude's going to make it. Oh, that one's in Detroit. I think I'd rather fall. <laughs> than be in Detroit, yeah, I'd rather really. jump off a building. <laughs> I'd be the anti-pro-life uh, <laughs> guy leaping off. I'm abortion in the 50th year. Pro-life Spider-Man is awesome. Sure, sure. I'm sure most superheroes would eventually have a political view. You'd be like, now hold on a second. I'm not going to argue with you, Batman. But, uh, you know, <laughs> the rich don't pay their fair share in taxes. I mean, what? you're rich. You shouldn't say that. They pay almost all the taxes. How can you? And then you get in an argument with Batman. He's like, I'm tax reform Batman. I don't need this. Just be Batman. You'll have to take it up with capital gains, Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, great. And the Fed Wonder Woman. What the hell? This is going to bore me to tears. Actually, it might be better than most of the Marvel movies I've seen because I'm not really entertained by any of them. At least it would throw a twist in there if the only reason Spider-Man was running around was to stop abortion. Hilarious. At if least it wasn't for probate, man. Yeah. <laughs> I am tax reform Batman, and it's time the rich paid their fair share. What? You, how can you say that, Bruce? We all know who you are. Let's pull the rug off of this. Bruce Wayne and his like should probably kick in a little more. Yeah, but there you go. It was pretty neat, and the city was uh, kind of interested and they were you know everybody was all abuzz about it yesterday downtown because i guess it happened right about 10 yesterday morning it was yeah, right about 9 30 ended just about yeah i should, i wish i, I would have had i found out about it before i left here i'd have run down and watched i mean i don't want to make it a big spectator sport and i'm sure the fire and police are like oh please don't make this a big deal but let's you know that's that whole there's nothing to see here 
and fireworks are going off. Please, everybody, just go away. There's nothing to see here. I'm like, there's everything in the world to see here. When I was at the Botanical Gardens and that wedding turned into a fist fight between the groom and the bride's mother, and it was over a small two-foot fence, and everybody had gathered on the other side of the fence that wasn't in the wedding to watch the melee. And I'm right up front, and an old man said, all right, all right, this is none of your business. There's nothing to see here. Yeah, you you know, you, you didn't pay admission to this. And it was 30 bucks to get in. And the one guy goes, yeah, we did. It was $30 to get in. Well, not into the wedding. No, but there it is. We can see it. All right, everybody turn around. There's nothing to watch. Oh, yeah, old man, there's a lot. So you should turn around and take a look at this. I know the family's embarrassed, but they're the one fist fighting right now at this wedding. I would have gone down there and tried to lay out about 50 baby mattresses in case he <laughs> fell in support. <laughs> you mean... Like mattresses for babies or mattresses yeah. made of babies? No. Oh, okay, the, yeah. Because the pro-life Spider-Man would have frowned on the whole dead baby <laughs> mattress that you created. I'm going to sew all these dead carcasses together and make a baby mattress. He doesn't need to fall. That's, I, look, that's pretty neat. And I want to see what he does next. I may actually get an Instagram just to follow pro-life Spider-Man. And wouldn't it be great if that's what stopped it? <laughs> if abortion people are like, you know what, that's too cool. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and swap teams nobody's going to switch teams for that but raising money to and you don't have to raise money to stop an abortion you need to raise money to have an abortion for awareness i'm pretty aware <laughs> that dude was you know he got his coverage you climb giant buildings like that your awareness factor is better than any billboard i've ever seen that's pretty amazing but what's the where's the money go to his fines i suppose so he could get out and do it again that's part of the overhead I would have to... I wanted to climb something else. I liked that the firefighter, the one guy's like, look, there's plenty of great free climb places in the city. Yeah, but nobody's paying attention to those. Like, if you went just legally free climb, no one... <laughs> Chicks are still going to be stabbing babies. Like, 25-foot rock. Yeah, you go climb the side of a Home Depot, and maybe I'd consider not spending the money on an abortion, but... There's plenty of girls who spread them open on Saturday, and... You know, be plenty to, this weekend, and there's going to be a oh, it's a actually, it is a good time for pro life Spider Man in this city. He'll be out at the open today. The Phoenix Open is. I wonder how many. God, I wonder if we could find a statistic on that. The spike in abortions in Phoenix after the Phoenix Open. <laughs> I bet you it is massive. I bet every March there is a like a on a graph like just a blip to thousands, and then down back to normal again by April. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you some of those old dudes, those 70-year-old dudes, get that blue pill, throw it in their bellies, just lie to some woman about how much money they've got, take them back to the Days Inn in their rented Lamborghini and just hose out some 30-year-old girl. Don't worry about it. I'm 80. Are we going to get married? Oh, I'll send you some money, probably. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how many pregnancies happen at the Phoenix Open. Tons of them. Oh, I'll just go by the uh, clinics in the next month or two and see if there's emergency tents set up outside the facility. Ah, yeah, extensions yeah, like, like COVID tests when yeah. at its peak. You have to have that little Disneyland line that the pregnant sluts have to go through. I was in a one of those porta johns and uh, he was, said he was rich. It turned out he's not. Anyway, I need this sucked out. <laughs> Brady, that's that's what it is. You can be disgusted by it, but that's exactly the conversation that they have. Just picturing her saying that. Well, she's got, look, if she's an honest girl and she's dealing with reality. I'm going to be honest here. If she's pragmatic and logical like I am, she's got, look, doctor, you know why I'm here, right? Well, you want that thing sucked out, right? You got to stab it first to make it milky. Right, right. Well, I know how. Who's the barber here? You don't tell me how to cut hair, lady. Watch this. Got him. 
I know how to scramble eggs. <laughs> I know how to do this. I can whisk one of these. It's, you're my eighth one today. <laughs> so did you enjoy the open? Yeah, up till Thursday and afternoon. And next week I was sick as a dog. Yeah, that's the baby. That's that old man sperm getting its job done. You're <laughs> you're really bucking up the wrong tree. I need a husband. So is he calling you? No, he went back to Iowa. Oh, that was, yeah. well, you're bad. Anyway, here's your graham cracker and some Sprite. Enjoy that in the lobby. Say that to a girl and watch her eyes. Just to say, hi, my name's Angela. Hi, I'm John. How are you? I'm great. Graham cracker and Sprite. Oh. Uh-huh, you know, you've had one. <laughs> <laughs> you've had one. <laughs> now, why did you say that? You know why I said that. I eyeballed you. I read you. How old were you? 17. It's not funny. Hi, my name's John. What's your name? Oh, I'm Teresa. Graham cracker and Sprite. Uh, um. <laughs> yep, all right. I got to get away from this nutbag. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Oh, hi. Praise Jesus. Yes, exactly. She's a clean one. But, you know, not to say. Some of you have done the right thing. And most of you haven't. I've been through Apache Junction. They should open up five or six more of those clinics out there, seeing those oh, yeah. toothless weirdo babies running around. And Maryville. And Maryville, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing worse than a baby covered in his own filth walking around alone in the front yard. Like, man. Pro <laughs> Life Spider Man wrecked that one. That could have been. And just hand him a graham cracker and a sprite. So give this to your mother. <laughs> what could have been? Mama, this strange man gave me this. I know what it means. I still love you. Stop talking to him. <laughs> I met him in a... You were, I couldn't... I would have an abortion if I had my kid conceived in a port john Because how religious are you at that point? How is it that you can stand on your... Well, it's against God. But you were, you know, ass ankles into your ears in a port john at the Phoenix oh. Open. I mean, you can't really lay on God after that, can you? And there's your son, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> he fell in. Yeah. She had him right there in the yeah, port. Oh, that's impressive. Her gestation oh. period was like a minute. Oh, oh, and I'm and we're parents. I wouldn't even go in for my iPhone I if I either, dropped no. it in there. Let alone. No, I'd saw my own arm off. But <laughs> touch that thing. Yeah, I just don't get the people that are like. Well, I, I had a one nighter over there at the Phoenix Open in a port of John, and I can't get an abortion. That would be against God. I'm like, did you just hear yourself? I think you can do it. I think God's pretty disappointed. All the way around with what you've got going on. Sprite and graham cracker, that's the test. That's what he got when he uh, when they pulled him up at the top of the building. Spired him in the hand and him a Sprite. <laughs> sprite and, and graham cracker. And, and, and look, the firefighters build, had to be like... He would have jumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> they should have just performed an abortion live on top of the tower. That's what he climbed As to. As he gets over As the he edge. Gets to the edge like, oh, come uh, on. <laughs> All this? Yeah, here's hope. <laughs> we got her. She's the one that should be raising money. And I didn't understand his Instagram video saying there's a woman named Hope who needs money because she's got, she's got disabilities. and can't, But t- you don't need money to not have an abortion. Right? That's free. Not having an abortion. To not have one? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, to support that thing. Well, yeah, well, that, look, that's if that's what we're getting into, yeah. look, that's, a kid and then- that's post-life Spider-Man. That's a dude who's raising money for people yeah. who shouldn't have had babies in the first place. But this. Yeah, that's what he should call it. Post-life Spider-Man. Yeah. Aftercare. For when uh, Phoenix Open slots have their babies and uh, that March spike is a little less than it should have been. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. I'm going to go to Costco next to a Planned Parenthood and see 
if the graham crackers and sprites are kind of like light next to each yeah, other, they're, they're gone. Which, uh, oh. So like you're going through and you're like, okay, there's the Teddy Grahams. They're, what? They're out of graham crackers. Okay, here's the here's the pop and the Pellegrino, and they're almost out of Sprite. Oh, they're stocking up over at the Phoenix Open Planned Parenthood. <laughs> and I'm gonna and you know what? Don't email me. John, they don't give you Sprite and Graham. Then I know about you, too, if you start arguing with me about what you got at the end. I never got one. All right, you just told me everything I need to know about you. And sometimes, and look, I'm on your side. I think it should be a legal thing. It's your choice. But I also think some people use it as birth control. Two things can be true at once. It can be a horrible, horrible act that needs to be somebody else's decision. Shouldn't be illegal because then you get stuff that uh, just horrible things happen. So I'm all for keeping it legal, and I'm all for, uh, you know, keeping it funny, really, is what we need to do. Now, I'd hate to say pull the stick out of your ass in this particular conversation, but <laughs> that's what got you in there in the first. Or just put a stick in your ass. Use your ass more. That'll keep you out of this pickle. Ladies, anal, you can't get pregnant that way. And if you want to be a Phoenix Open slut this weekend and not worry about your graham cracker and Sprite possibilities, and there'll be many. Asses in play. And men, too, now. Men can get oh, all right. <laughs> okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Brady's so woke. Sometimes I forget. Jesus. <laughs> Things are keeping me in mind. <laughs> Sam Smith. <laughs> Satan Brady. Uh, I'm going to get you a graham cracker and a Sprite every time you tell the joke against God. It's just going to pile up in front oh, of you. Oh, man. <laughs> just to make you go, come on! Uh, it's 617. Let's get a wake-up song. Stop climbing our stuff. Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to our wonderful city and our wonderful show here. Uh, we were just talking about the Grammys. Again, the Grammys getting heat and stuff like that. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's trapped in the 80s musically. Loves 80s music. Great guy. And not John Gordon either. No, no. John Gordon is too, but he's, he's a little more <laughs> open-minded to this stuff. But he was. Uh, it was very funny to hear him talking about, oh, this Grammy show. Did you watch that? And I'm like, I did. Can you believe what's going on? I mean, all this gay crap and this cross-dressers and Harry Styles cross-dresser and he wins the... I'm, I'm like... What did you listen to when you were 20, 18, 15? Poison? Priest. Motley Crue? Judas Priest? Iron Maiden? All those guys were basically, I mean, all, every band from the 80s was, my dad was like, you listen to a bunch of twinks. Like, he'd look at their pictures and he'd think everybody was uh, transvestite and poison. A couple of those guys Gorgeous. on the cover were beautiful. Look, Warrant, I mean, Skid Row. Everybody was, it's just nothing about the, look at that album cover for Poison and tell me, <laughs> Brett Michaels comes up to you and about, well, C.C. DeVille is worth a bang right there. Oh, yeah. And I remember my dad seeing that. And I wasn't even a Poison fan. I got it out of peer pressure because everybody's kind of getting that thing. Def Leppard, everything we liked was the same. Michael Jackson was very feminine, not sure what he was. Uh, Madonna was a slut. And then this Grammy show goes off, and everybody seems to have forgotten that when they were younger, 
that's what was going on. And your parents were like, all these cross-dressers, David Bowie, all the kiss, cross-dressing, long-haired, weirdo girl boys going to turn all our kids into gays. I'm reading the, it's almost like I'm in a, I'm in a time machine loop reading about Sam Smith. He's gay. His gay agenda, this whole gay thing, like, it's the same. And our grandparents were mad at our parents for liking the Rolling Stones and all these hippies with long hair. All these, this and these yeah, gender bending weirdos that it's the same thing. Yeah, and if you're saying, well, the, the Sam Smith thing has changed, it's just, it's a doughy body. And I'm like, well, meatloaf. <laughs> right. uh, you know, there's yeah, not the first else. fat guy or yeah. fat woman. Lizzo, uh, t- the only difference is, is that Lizzo screams with great pride that she's fat. And it used to be kind of a shameful uh, thing to wander around. Be, yeah, have sake. some pride and drop a pound. But yeah, it's. I mean, he he was sitting there talking. But can you believe this music is dead? It's over. And I'm like, dude, we did. It was the exact same thing when we were younger. I mean, boy, George, it's nothing's different. Nobody's breaking new ground with this stuff. And none of them had cans like Petrus, though. <clears throat> no, it's so, she yeah. may be well, and always a generational talent will <laughs> jump ahead and make you remember, but. I mean, boy, George had my dad and I both confused watching Solid Gold that first time he did, uh, I think it was, uh, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? And there was Dion Warwick, I think, going, now a new uh, artist that's really uh, making waves. Who's the chick in the trench coat? And my dad's like, wait a second, is that a fella? (laughs) Because I think he kind of liked the song. He'd heard it on the radio a little bit, and then he said, I'm pretty sure, and I didn't know yet either. I'm like, that's boy George. Huh? And then, off to work. I'll tumble for you. Yeah. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he actually kind of liked it. And and then he would realize, ah, turn this off. Is that him on on Solid Gold? Yeah. <laughs> this was it. I think so. No, that's VH1. I thought it would. No, when he was on Solid Gold, he was in like super drag. Yeah, let's look. Like you could bear that. That's the, the one. This one, Solid Gold, nineteen eighty three. That's the one. This one. Yes. And my dad and I had no clue what this was. And I remember him. It might not have been Dion Warwick. Now that I remember. Than that boy host. Wow, they're doing the whole episode? There we go. Yeah, oh, my dad. Now you cover with Chameleon. Oh, yeah. The, the he still made another broad, though. Tell me it's different. Tell me that's not Sam Smith. It's the same thing. He's not identifying as a man at all. He just didn't have words for it yet. And everybody that's acting like this Grammy show just changed everything. It's like, nope. Harry Styles, he's cross-dressing and Bad Bunny kisses boys. I'm like, uh, this isn't new in the world of entertainment. By the way, most of your favorite singers, twinks. Almost all of them. Elton John. Alfred. Freddie Mercury. Loads and loads of twink singers out there. And they're great. And there's nothing wrong with it. Sinatra wasn't. Sinatra probably dabbled. No. He showed a couple guys that piece of deal. He threw that piece of deal. How dare you, sir? Hey, baby. (laughs) Hey, JFK, you ever seen a piece of deal like this? Say go. That is a uh, great big piece of deal. (sighs) Why don't you take a puff on that thing, JFK? Make that head useful, huh? (laughs) Oh, he made it. Oh, he made it useful later. (laughs) Hey, JFK's talking about, uh, you know, maybe telling some folks he's seen my piece of deal in some sort of gay tryst. Take him down. Wouldn't it be great if that's what we find out why JFK got shot is because he and Sinatra were homosexuals? I don't need people knowing that I've been dinging the prez. (laughs) I'd keep it straight, baby. But yeah, it's it's this. He had this conversation with me that it was just a, and I'm like, you sound like an 80 year old man. Yeah, you're screaming and yelling about how 
mixed up the genders are and how I can't believe the Satan and the Satan thing that's come up with Sam Smith. Don't tell me he brought that up. No. Because no, I know that no, no, our no. friend here. Okay. No, no, no. All right. The, the Satan part is like, uh, uh, are you kidding me? Elvis was satanic. Uh, rock and roll has got to go. Ozzy was satanic. Every uh, Rock and roll was satanic from 1950 all the way through. The and Beatles. Now, and I think what they're mad at is that Zeppelin pop, and- pop music is satanic. And, and rock music is like soft and easy and weak. And it can't get its vibe back. And pop music has stolen the uh, dangerous angle. Like it's now the dangerous music. And it's like, um, you know, a product on the uh, shelf, anyone making a product, line extension. We have, it's packaged differently a little bit, but there's more varieties. I'm talking about um, basically sexual orientation. Well, there's just different words for it. Yeah. It was going on then. Well, but I don't think it was, I think we're trying, we categorize it more. That's what I'm saying. There's more words now. Before it was just gay or not gay. Yeah. And now you've got trans you know, non-binary. That yeah. didn't exist then. So, I mean, I'm sure Boy George would have been non-binary, pan-gender, whatever, whatever. And everybody would have been confused as they were just that this guy was so openly gay at the time. Elton John? People didn't know Elton John was gay? You Stop it. There was just a group of people in denial that couldn't take the news. And then now it's just so out in the open. Whereas before it was out in the open and we just said, nope. And it was less visual. Now we see them constantly. Back then, if you saw Elton John, it was rare. Well, it was like that. Freddie inter- Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury was rare to see him. And when you did see him, you're like, whoa, that's Freddie Mercury. That guy's kind of gay. Well, well we- you were talking about yesterday with that guy who sang, uh, Ain't Nothing Gonna Break a My Stride. Yeah, Matthew, or Matthew Wilder. Matthew or- Wilder. Wilder, yeah. He yeah. Totally just wore it on his sleeve. How Never knew it. Incredibly I mean, really- homosexual he was. Never saw the uh, video or his performances. Yeah, nothing's but- different. Everybody's acting like the world's burning down from that Grammys thing. Satan- Satanism, that's, that built rock and roll. The fact that the religious weirdos went crazy, and they've never learned their lesson. It just makes what you're bitching about twice as big. Yeah, I mean, they made, they, if, if anybody built rock and roll, it was the religious. Because they made everybody kind of on the fence curious about what's going on. Why are they so mad? That's it. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had as fast a leap to prominence. You think that a ton of people in their 50s and 60s are following Kim Petras and Sam Smith? Now they are, thanks to the religious people losing their minds over the satanic gay uh, transgender performance. I mean, it's not different. There's nothing. Uh, if you, I, I beg you to argue with me how different it is than, than Culture Club. Prince. Michael Jackson, for God's sakes. All of that stuff was very gender-neutral strangeness back. Little we were, Richard. Little Richard. Look how far back. Good Lord, you're right. Hundred percent. They used to say the Beatles had girls' hair. They used to say they were hippie twinky because of those those stupid anything mop touching haircuts. the collar. Yeah, it was crazy. If your head wasn't shaved down like mine right now, you were probably eating piece of deal. So it is funny to watch though. Everybody and and you know put it in perspective. Of, you're listening to the KUPD and you're like, can you believe that, that whole satanic gay thing? Yeah, I can, because I've seen it my whole life. Everything in music's <laughs> constantly revolved around it. They piss off the religious, the religious scream, they get free press. And boy, do they. Because Fox News is losing their mind over the Sam Smith thing. And I just want to go on there and go, guys, a lot of stuff on here I agree with, a lot of stuff I disagree with. You're way off base with this. There's, it, you're acting like this is new. 
Brandon actually brings up a good point. He says it, it, it's even farther back than that, starting in the 30s with Robert Johnson, selling a soul to the devil. That's right. Oh, well, that's go right. Go back to the blues, yeah. yeah. The blues was all about yeah, yeah the crossroads. crossroads yeah. And, yeah, you had, yeah. Nuts. So, uh, just to, I, I'm just kind of shocked at how fast we forget we've been through this before. You know, this is not new. The, I mean, the Satan thing made me like rock music. I, I, if it wasn't for that, like, religious guy I watched screaming and yelling at Ozzy Osbourne, made me listen to Ozzy Osbourne. I remember that was, a, I, it was, I think it was with a guy named Jason Swick who listens to us, like the Jason <laughs> and I, and he liked rock music kind of more than I did. He always wore Motley Crue shirts. He was fifth, sixth grade. And I kind of liked ACDC. He didn't pay attention to the background of anything. Really wasn't picking up on new stuff. I was eight. I had a lot of musical interests, but I wasn't into it yet. Uh, and I, I like music all the way back to when I was a kid. But when, when I saw those religious people losing their corks over Ozzy, I'm like, what's he doing? Like, I know maybe I agree with him, but what's he doing? And then I got to listen to Ozzy stuff. And I'm like, this is great. And then I started to pay attention to what other things religious people hated and realized pretty much everything that religious people hated was great. And I started to listen to all of it. Well, I was a, a religious person, more mm -hmm. or less. I liked it after the fact, even though... Because I would say, you know, when they're arguing, this is why it's uh, being influenced by Satan or Satanic. Hilarious. I'm like, I don't really find myself doing these things, listening to this music. Right. Or whatever they're talking about. Well, that's independent Us. thought, which is dangerous to a religious brain. Yeah. You're gonna be but I figure, yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know, and there's certain um, songs that I did, you know, it didn't turn me away from it by any means. No. But you weren't, but like, also, you weren't running around in your circle screaming, I'm an Aussie fan. And what helped is I'm, I'm horrible with... Uh, Retaining lyrics. <laughs> right. You didn't know what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's good rhythm, good beat. So that's, yeah. You, it might as well have been a different language to you. <laughs> You're not hearing been. the words. But, yeah, I just, I'm always fascinated how we go backwards in time. And uh, this, this guy says, I'm pretty sure Ghost got nominated for a Grammy, too. And literally all they do is sing about Satan. A rock gets snubbed so bad they don't even show it on TV. And the rock category. And you know why I think that is? And this is just my theory, but I don't think I'm off. I think rock music tried so hard to embrace the badass devil side that it became an inauthentic, weird thing. And they're really a really sensitive community. Yeah. And, well... <laughs> it's showbiz. Yes. They're crybabies, and there's a lot of gay in that, too. And they're basically, they're just a few bumpy car rides away from being a song and dance man on Broadway. Um. But rock music was authentically badass, singing like things that were like just maybe drug trips that were laced in imagery that made people uncomfortable. And then it turned into the formula that makes rock music that. And so it was like, oh, we're writing about the devil. We're writing about bad satanics. It but came about on a rebellious way. Right. And now it's like you have to include. And, and if you're a rebel, too, you'll get canceled. Like if you if you're sort opinionated of. on something, on well, a topic. Well, on a topic, but I mean that's not like music's not. These guys, they're opinionated in the right direction on the Grammys, and that's always going to be the case. But, but as far as just the authenticity of being the groundbreakers, you, it became formula to sing about Satan. It became formula to sing about hell and evil and darkness, and it just became kind of like, all right, I got it. Who else can do it? Sam Smith and Kim Petras do it. And it's basically about a couple. That Unholy song is an outrageously good song that they've decided to throw devil outfits on and sing. 
It's just about... That uh, makes Iron Maiden look like a Boy Scout. It's basically... Not really. No, Iron Maiden sang about horrible stuff. <laughs> I know. The song is essentially about an unhappy married couple that goes and gets their... That the, daddy goes on the down the, the, There's low. adultery going on, and they leave the kids at home. There's a song Fastball wrote in 1998 that is about parents who've had it, and they just leave. And the kids wake up, and there's no more mom and dad. <laughs> They're gone. And it's... It's, it's a huge song, It's too. a huge song, yeah. and it's great... But the song's meaning is just dark and awful. Well, the reason that um, Sam Smith and Tim Pedersen doesn't, res- I mean, it, it doesn't sit well in my community because that does not happen. <laughs> no, it's unholy. That's why. <laughs> they say it right in the title. <laughs> People don't do that. Mommy don't know that he's getting hot. And you can't keep it clean. Everybody, and that's the story. It's like, you, you better keep it down. You're, everybody knows what you're doing. She sat home while she's dropping it. She be popping it. <laughs> it's great. We left the kids at home. We left the kids at home to go pound on the side. And so did mommy. Unholy. There was like, oh, I can't believe the satanic Nazis. They have a Satan hat on. It doesn't make Satan real. Nutbags. Do you think the devil's involved? I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want to hear what you're talking about now. It bothers them because I know they're singing about it, but there's no no reason to praise this <laughs> behavior. All right, don't praise it then. It's up to you. It's a great song. <laughs> so what that the, the dude with great cans and no dick anymore is in a cage singing and turning me on a little bit? That's really what I think's going on. These religious guys are just like, I hope I never run into that because I definitely bury my face between that dude's cans. They're gorgeous. Most of the time, the one that's barking the loudest yeah. is the oh, one that's been course, doing it. Of course. Or just the biggest jackass on the planet that's trying to save the world from what he's afraid of. But nothing different. That Grammy show is still getting them. Still news stories popping. Did you see this, this, that? Settle down, everybody. Yes, Harry Styles wears girls' clothes. How is this new to music at all? Well, well, to me, it just makes him less creative. I thought we got rid of this no, years ago. We haven't. It's never been that. <laughs> Anyway, I want to get back to real fun things like putting an abortion stance before our favorite movie characters, like pro-life Spider-Man. People had some great ideas. It says, uh, well, this is solid. He said, I came up with a, a villain for the pro-life Spider-Man. Uh, pro-life Spider-Man's raising money for a disabled pregnant woman named Hope. Clearly, the villain in this is Nathan Sutherland. <laughs> like, yes, we already have our villain who impregnates disabled ladies and pro-life Spider-Man has to raise money. To make sure that the baby's okay or they'll abort it. Pro-Life Spider-Man's got quite a job in his hand if you're following the criminal activities of Nathan Sutherland, former Hacienda Healthcare. This looks like the job of the caretaker. How about this movie pitch? You've got Pro-Choice Ant-Man. Okay? And Pro-Choice Ant-Man, Jason Sweat came up with this one. Jason, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've taken your idea and I've molded your clay a little bit more. Hopefully you're all right with me speaking through it. He basically has the idea that Ant-Man's with a lady one night. And he doesn't pull out fast enough. And Ant, pro, uh, pro-choice Ant-Man is with a pro-life lady. And he doesn't know that. It was just a tryst. And oops, the, the condom broke. And uh, she's wanting to keep the baby. And then the whole movie is Ant-Man's plan to shrink down, get in there, and get it. <laughs> I love it. He has to fight his own swimmers, as Jason Sweat said. He's got to shrink down. Even better is if, if just a little quick short movie... Where the condom breaks and he realizes it, and then he has to go in and like squeegee it all out before it gets to the egg. 
Like the whole thing is the battle for the sperms going to the egg. And Try to protect it. Sandbags. And Ant-Man's in there fighting his own sperms before they get to the egg. Now that is a Marvel movie I would be in. I'd, be, I'd pay top dollar to see. I'm not going to use her name. Because, well, I'll do this one first. It says, uh, imagine down the line where pro-life Spider-Man has people following him uh, and climbing the side of the mountain like the way the kids followed Rocky. Remember in the second Rocky when he was jogging down the street and then all of a sudden half of Philadelphia is running behind him? Now pro-life Spider-Man starts climbing. All his kids are like, and they're climbing behind him. Or even Forrest Gump running across the country and hundreds of people. Pro-life Forrest Gump's a great idea. Man, the whole new uh, twist to Avengers Endgame, Thanos would be the ultimate evil because of the snap of the finger. It's done. Man. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like the idea of the finger snap being used for abortion. I had a girl email and she said, look, I don't know where you're getting the idea of this graham cracker thing. The sprites are real. But the last time she went. <laughs> the last I time. I know. That's what she said. Last time I went, I was looking forward to getting graham crackers because uh, I thought that was a new thing. I had a choice between Cheez-Its and Oreos. But the Sprite thing is real. <laughs> Cheez-Its and Oreos. <laughs> That's a horrible combination, first of all, oh. and a weird choice. Like, because if I had them sitting in front of me, I... Cheez-Its or... or Oreos, it's never. There's never been an or between those two products for me. Cheez-Its or Oreos. That's never been an offer at some poor person's house. I don't have any food. Cheez-Its or Oreos. I guess I'll have Cheez-Its, but Oreos are intriguing. But I don't want to mix. Anyway, oh, I like Oreos I like the great. idea of pro-choice Rocky too. I've seen a lot of things, you know. But I want a lady to know she's got the right to choose to get rid of a baby she doesn't want. You know what I'm saying? Adrian! Adrian! Here's your Graham Cracker and your Sprite. Planned Parenthood Rocky. What you got going on? Huh? You know you're probably pregnant, right? Hey, I knocked the girl up. Rock, I need you to give me a hat. We can't keep doing this, Molly. <laughs> Wrap it up. Rocco, sometimes I ain't got the prophylactics. You know, Paulie, if you just wrapped it up, we wouldn't have to be doing this every couple of weeks. Pro-choice Rocky. <laughs> oh, I gotta punch that little baby right out of you. And he doesn't even go in. It's, it's a non-invasive surgery. Rocky just hits you in the stomach. do the baby. You Graham Cracker in your Sprite. Please see the lady on your way out for billing. <laughs> I would watch that all day. Uh, and yes, maybe this guy is now right after that little display. Peter has emailed in. Boy George never did videos being depicted uh, depicted being urinated on by other men. This Satan stuff just shows you that he has a stronger hold on the entertainment industry than ever before. Boy George? No. Satan, no. Satan, Satan has yes. more of a powerful The religios are out now. Well, they can be out, and you can have your opinion on it, but I'm just saying it's not different. Yes, videos have changed things. Videos changed things in the 60s, the 70s, and 80s. And the more video we have, the more odds you're going to see stuff you don't like. But in the 60s... And the, and the tolerance, maybe, is more open as far as... It's just know, more. As time goes on, <laughs> yes. Murders are gorier. gorier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're bored. Yeah. It's our fault. And and the problem with it isn't that it is that it hasn't ever been going on. It's now you're seeing it. The difference is the information is now in your hands, whereas before it wasn't. 
You you didn't realize that Freddie Mercury did have dudes pissing on him. That he did have. Guess what? Your one some of your favorite athletes that had I don't mean name names, but ended up with HIV. The parties that he was at, extraordinarily gay romp free for alls. Uh, I know a, a a celebrity who had to pull back on the whole lifestyle because he's like, look, it became so easy to have sex, I got bored doing it. Then weird stuff started to happen. Then the next thing you know, I'm into stuff I never thought I'd be into because regular sex with a beautiful woman was so easy for him. And so poop got in, got involved. Ugh. Other dudes got involved. And I, I just do that now. Jason Ellis, who was here last week, his story is basically like, look, I've always kind of thought, and once I let go, I'm like, this is kind of okay. He was just, it was... It was different for him. Now, yeah, you should probably have borders on yourself. Everything doesn't go. And he got, you know, but there's different backgrounds. It's not new. That's my point. It's new to you because videos make it new. That's it. And so, yeah, YouTube and your your experience. And I'm still that way a little bit. It's like, I understand that. I just don't want to see it. I don't don't need to hear about it. And you don't have to. And I don't want to hear about it either. I don't want to hear about people's private stuff. But the fact that Instagram, social media, which I hate because of this, is now letting you know all these people, all of your favorite celebrities. You didn't want to know what Frank Sinatra was doing to these girls. You just didn't want to know. What you think you are looking at me like, yeah, I do. Some of it is fascinating. (laughs) I guarantee you. Why don't you put this piece of glass over your face and watch me turd on you? (laughs) I guarantee you Sinatra did weird stuff because he had so much power. These women were, they would do anything to be in a room with him. And much like uh, Motley Crue and Ozzy said, how far can we push these women? Remember the story of them saying, we're not going to bathe for a month. We're going to have sex with women every day. We're not going to take showers until one of them finally says, I can't do this. You smell horrible. Taking dumps. Uh, no, no, Did it even happen? Post shows, and I don't know that. Did I think they the surrender they flag? finally got they tired of smelling yes. each other before the ladies finally said anything. This is not new. So, Peter, I agree with you. Our our information network is gigantic now, and you probably hear about it. Freddie Mercury got pooped on. I'm dead set positive about it. it but it, there was no Instagram. You think Freddie Mercury wouldn't have told you about that? If he had an outlet? That's what another one bites the dust is about. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> That's the, the noise it makes when the guy's, you know, it's, it's coming down onto the glass. No, Cleveland steamers weren't invented like five years ago. They've been around for a long time. People dumped on each other, peed on each other. It's weird. I don't get it either, Peter, but you don't have to do it. And Satan does not have a hold on the entertainment industry any more now than he did before. Satan has a hold on. Uh, get God involved if you're such a believer. Where's he? If Satan can grab hold of this, your God can too. So have him fix it. It seems like one side's winning. And I don't know how he can keep doing it. Your, your dude just sits back and goes, well, I guess that's what's good. And then he's a feckless leader. But, yeah, I don't want to watch Instagrams of Sam Smith getting pooped and peed on. Yuck. I don't want anybody get pooped and peed. Well, I kind of do. Two girls, one cup had me interested for a minute, but not sexual. <laughs> that was more of like human behavior. Like, is this really happening?
Oh, don't forget now with all this stuff going on, videos and everything else, that's how we got the fish video the other day, too. <laughs> exactly. And that's not new. No. There were people back in the 1200s stuffing fish in each other. It's been a thing. Uh, Fifty Shades of Brady on your 50th birthday, we showed you those Asian ladies that put eels. eels. Yeah. Oh. It's not a new thing. Anything cylindrical or penis-shaped has been inserted into somebody. Now we get x-rays and pictures. We get yeah. it, It's covered. The difference by, is... By journalism. There's a way for you to see Todd and Mary's bedroom behavior, whereas before it used to be kind of secret. Now, that is the difference. People seem to, like, not care that their laundry's out all over the place. I don't think it's Satan. I think it's just... Just crazy. You know, Led Zeppelin used to brag about putting shark meat in women. I forgot about that. I never heard that one. Yeah. Put a shark in them. Well, that was the thing that Flight of the Concords made the jokes about putting goldfish in the ladies because they weren't as big a band. <laughs> so they go to Costco. They couldn't afford shark. They go to Costco and get, or the uh, pet store and get some goldfish for later insertion into women because that's what rock bands do. It's not new. And acting like it is is being kind of prudish and ignorant, I think. And you can call me crazy for that, but. We're not talking about that, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that brought up. You know what's funny? Uh, yeah, Jim, Jimmy Wisman, comedian, the great comedian Jimmy Wisman says, I love how uh, you're behaving like all this devil satanic stuff is fine because you listen to it. You didn't turn out okay, Holmberg. <laughs> yes, I did, Wisman. I know what he's saying. The other people, they didn't listen to it, and they didn't turn out all right. People, It's not the music that makes you crazy. It's your environment. I don't think. I don't think music can make you crazy. I think you were going to be crazy anyway. It can enhance the environment. I'll tell you this. If you're listening to lyrics to find out, it's the old uh, Bill Hicks joke. When they were playing Beatles records backwards and the Beatles just played those religios like, like fiddles and put secret messages in the back. Paul is the role. role. No, no. It was a, a, well, I Buried Paul is in the forward play. But on Revolver Number Nine, there's uh, something about Satan's in there. If you play well, it backwards, Zeppelin has the song "Sweet Satan." Tons of them. If you yeah. go backwards, it says something about loving the devil. But Bill Hicks' joke was: if you're playing records backwards, you are the devil. <laughs> like, who does that? Who's looking for that? If you're looking for it, you're Satan. And those bands played those religious people, knowing the free press and getting their kids interested was the only. That is the best marketing tool ever: is to piss off the religious. They will scream. At the top of their lungs about something that you didn't know about and make that name twice as big. There are so many little deep south kids suddenly discovering Sam Smith's music now. Because they're, you know, it's taboo. It's exactly what music's well, it, supposed well, to and, be. And a big part of that came from the subliminal thing, you know, that they used to do in movie theaters. Subliminal a, advertising something. And they picked up on yeah, that. And they saw, like, wow, can, that works. But look who they targeted. But they're they targeted saying, the nutbag uh, free press people, the religious well, nuts that so were going to go they had to stop about. it. Did you ever hear a normal person go on TV and say, wow, I heard some subliminal ads in this song that made me crazy? No. You only hear religious nuts going, ah, it's going to brainwash your children. And it... I, I listen to it. I, I don't want to kill anyone. In fact, I don't believe in the devil. They've made him so cartoonishly funny to me. It doesn't exist. The and, people- and what's interesting is in the media side, you know, the television ads, 
you know, when was it, in the 70s, maybe um, early 70s, when they said no more cigarette ads on TV. Right. Because they thought that was so influential. Right. Well, and that was, you know, turned out, so millions of dollars went to the print. And, sure, but the pricing was the key for cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, if you, if religious people hate Satan so much, you shouldn't have invented him because I don't believe in him. Every time I look, oh, the devil's got hold of you. I'm like, I don't believe in that either. That's your invention. You're the ones who hate him so much, and you're the ones who won't shut up about it. That's why I listen to Striper. Exactly. <laughs> They'll fix everything. To hell with the devil. Tell you right now, if Striper's the alternative, bring on Sam Smith and that uh, dickless lady he dances <laughs> with. I got no problem with that. But yeah, nothing's different. And arguing with my friends about, like, music changing and all that. And then well, what was different was Madonna's face. I'll tell you that. That is Whoa. something, man, oh, man. And she's... I would say that's more satanic. <laughs> that is me. the most awful thing. And she's like, stop making fun of my appearance. It's ageism and misogyny. And I'm like, nope, it's your face. It has nothing to do with my age, your age, misogyny, it's or anything else. It's just different, Madonna. <laughs> it's, what you've done is crazy weird to me. And you look nutty. And, you know... In, uh, hey, express yourself, Madonna. Remember your song, Express Yourself. Don't listen to anybody. Say whatever you want. You're creepy looking. Express yourself. I'm expressing self. myself. Oh. And you look crazy. You can't do it anymore. Don't tell the me. face doesn't move. Yeah, well, I don't care about her express herself. Her whole message was be free, be yourself, say whatever you want. Express yourself. She looks like you a Muppet now. To me. Yeah, she yeah. looks like a Muppet. Like a Muppet you'd throw away. Oh, yeah. Muppet would scare Like kids. even Henson's like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, we can't use that. She looks like one of the Muppets from Krampus. And now she's saying, everybody shut up. Stop saying stuff that you think out loud. Well, that's been your whole message your entire goddamn career. We look at things and go, Gah! and now you're that. And you don't like it. So express yourself out the window, isn't it? You're asking us all to keep quiet. Stop judging my look out loud, she says. I don't know why I said that. It's John Mulaney. Stop doing that out loud. But yeah, and then she went on to say, uh, Kim Petras and Sam Smith, if they're calling you dangerous and they're saying bad things about you, you've made it. Well, guess what, sister? We're going to be talking about you, too. I don't know what you did to yourself. The camera wouldn't even get close to her on the Grammys. I don't know if you saw that. She had a long shot the whole time. They were, uh, you know, numerous plastic surgeons were tapped by other uh, publications saying what's going on there. And one of them I saw said... Well, she could have had one of the procedures recently, and there's still a little... Nah, well, she shouldn't have gone on TV. There's some swelling going on. Cancel. Yeah. But definitely nose and face, and it was pulled back. Insane. Oh, the girl that had the abortion just fired back after she got her uh, Cheez-Its. She didn't tell me. What'd you get? Cheez-Its or Oreos? She said, day after, we were in California, day after my abortion, we went to Six Flags. Good info. <laughs> Riding around there, clinching up as hard as she can on one of the rides. It's still not completely out, but wow. And then some poor kid eating his ice cream. A bird just pooped red on me. Oh, that just flew off of the machine up above you. Let's get away from this. I don't think that's bird poop. I don't know what the hell. They celebrated freedom. <laughs> what just came off of that? Hey, your ride is spraying uh, jello on people. No, it's just one of the ladies. She wore a skirt, shouldn't that? I got hit with a bunch of Cheez Its and jello. First off, that's not jello. That's just remnants. <laughs> remnants of what could have been a pro-life Spider-Man. The other thing I saw yesterday that I couldn't believe is Dana White's wandering around. 
media row. And uh, I asked the guys from Kansas City, I'm like, you're going to have him on. And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's weird that he's, I, like, I'm, I, I know Dana White did what he did was wrong. I'm not saying that it should have been different. And maybe he shouldn't lose his position as CEO. But shouldn't he lay low for, like, at least a few months? Why start he Slap pl- League? He said, well, Slap League is the worst thing he could do. But what he did when his press conference, and we talked about it a little yesterday, was he he basically said, I'll never outlive this. It's always going to be attached to me. And uh, But me stepping down as CEO hurts more people than it helps. He said, I'll still be rich, and it'll hurt a lot of people if, the, if we put the company in turmoil. So I'm not going to do that. Because no one else could run it. Basically, no one would run it the way he runs it, which yeah. is very profitable. And he's done a good job with it, like it or not. It's massively successful. And Dana White has a lot to do with that. But him going on Radio Row yesterday to talk about promote anything and not have to talk about it was really strange. Like All I thought was Dana White should just take sit this one out. Everybody's kind of already, but they've sort of let him off the hook. Was Alec Baldwin going around? <laughs> That's what, here? and Alec Baldwin doing interviews and stuff. Those are the guys, I don't understand, like, it's acting. Ego. It is complete it's the ego. ego. It has to be, because there's that no. And he feels, I got to get out there, and this company needs to be uh, promoted. But he, there's no one else? Exactly. It's back to ego. There's yeah. no yeah. one else. He's got no one underneath him that could do that. If you had me on video whacking a woman around. And then the next week, you're like, I'm supposed to go on the eight-man show in Cleveland. I'm like, Brady will do it. <laughs> Brady will go on the eight-man show. And Brady, tell him not to talk about the thing. And they're not. People are, it's such a, and being in that room with all those media people, especially ESPN, and all the people that jump down the throats of somebody that screws up, just shows how hypocritical they all are when something like this happens. I mean, they would attack anyone who wasn't in power for hitting their wife the way he did. I mean, go after him in the biggest way possible. Stephen A. Smith and all. But there there he was, wandering around, and not one person was like, hey, you should go. The, the this, this group of people that will jump down the throat and cancel anybody for the slightest little goof verbally, you say, oh, Tom Brenneman will never be allowed on Media Row. He's not going down there again because he slipped up and said a word people hate. Dana White hit a woman. He physically assaulted someone. His wife which is domestic violence and awful and against the law and everything else. With Tom Brenneman, he, he was accused of being uh, an asshole. And, and poor Tom is, is, is out. This was four years ago now. He's, yeah. He's never coming back to his prominence of before. Dana White, two months later, standing there at Super Bowl Media Rose, got himself a sweet ticket, media pass. He's allowed to wander freely through there. And I'm not saying he should be jailed, but... Money stayed with him. Take the time away. Like you, I mean, like sponsors. That's the difference. Huge. If it yeah. started going away, but that's you, the point. The yeah. media attacked Tom Brenneman so bad. Sponsors had no choice but to run away from him. And not to say what Tom Brenneman did was good. He probably should have been punished a little bit. Uh, anybody who you know gets stuck like that and you're like, ah, his apology was worse than what he said. That was the bad part. And again, he leaned on faith and all that. So, but Dana White's just basically like, yeah, you know what? I did something bad. I need to sit. I need to sit with myself for a while. He basically did the, uh, I'm going to stand in the corner until I figure out what I've done wrong. And when I feel like I've punished myself enough, you'll see me again. Nobody punished him. He decided to do it himself, and he feels okay about it. I'm not against that idea, but it did seem a little bit like you're putting a lot of these people in Radio Row in a, in a weird spot. Because you're basically dictating, 
you know, can we talk about what you're going through? Nope. Then I don't want to talk to you. As we had... Uh, Wants it to just go away. Yeah. Things uh, are the same. Michael Rappaport, who interviewed Alec Baldwin and said he didn't want to talk to him about the shooting. And I'm like, How? I guess it's okay, but nobody wants to hear from. In a way, I think he said he felt like he heard heard enough. About you haven't heard anything. That's the only For reason. That's the only reason to talk to. What is interesting about Alec Baldwin nowadays, though? That's I mean, bigger he hasn't than that. Done anything? That's bigger. You know, than that's that. bigger yeah. than that. Yeah. And his new movie he's Rust. Doing, he's working on a movie. They he's finished working it. on the movie Rust. Yeah. Let's it's talk over. It's in what's the back. Your, what's your latest project? Haven't heard much about it outside of you know the murder. I mean, how do you how do you do it? But it is, it was weird because I'm watching all these media people fawn and fall all over themselves to get Dana White on there, and I'm like, why don't you do this for your buddy Tom? And Tom Brenneman kept coming to mind. Like, why don't you help him out? Why don't you let him back into the club? Somebody just mentioned, would it be a bigger deal if if Dana White uh, slapped around one of the Alphabet people instead of just oh, his wife? Jesus, I can't imagine. It's a good point. Oh, it's a good point. I can't imagine. Well, and that's the thin line you walk. Right. Is that well, how did he get away with this? How did he do it? And I still don't know. And then to start a slap league afterwards is almost comically like rubbing it in people's noses. Like I can't be canceled. And I love a non-cancelist. I, I love the the lack of cancellation. But there is a certain aspect where he's got to take responsibility. And say, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't. I'm taking away from this situation. He's. You see Dana White, and you're like, oh, I wonder who. He, I didn't once think. I wonder who he thinks is going to win the game. Like, what's Dana White doing? Really, man, that guy's all right. That's brave, wandering around showing your face after this. You know, you feel a little slap bit slap league tonight. But how come people? And I use him as an example. How come Tom Brennan's not invited back in? Why is he not? Why? Because he doesn't have the juice. He doesn't have the ability to wreck your network. He doesn't have the ability to turn to ESPN, who signed a deal with USC, and say, eh, you don't let me back in, and I, I guess we'll just start moving some different things around. And It's money. It's insanity. And I don't want Dana White canceled, but I definitely think in every other position, the CEO's got to step away. For God's sakes, Al Franken couldn't be a senator anymore because of a picture 30 years prior where he acted like he was grabbing somebody's boobs. Asleep on the, uh, yeah. Acted like it. Which there are so many of those pictures out there. Yeah. I mean, our guideline for who gets canceled and who doesn't is all over the road. It's targeted. Use Al Franken as an example because that's a guy on the left. They ate their own. It's nuts. We live in a weird time. But the Grammys aren't any weirder than any other. Because we're... I think because of all the information, we feel like we have to be virtuous all the time. We're not. We're the same. We've always been kind of pigs. It's weird. But Dana was on a couple of shows, and he talked about it. McAfee had him on, evidently. Uh, and oh, this guy said McAfee immediately addressed it and gave him a hard time about it. Dana took it on the chin and then explained the slap league. So does wife. Yeah. Have his wife <laughs> on. Have his wife go on, too. Ray Rice. Never got a chance to come back. And he brought his wife with him to press conferences. She ain't even mad anymore. <laughs> he just kept saying, can I have a job? And she's not even angry. Nope. Well, that video was awful. What we watched you do was terrible. But she's right here. Nope. We saw it. We've judged it. It's over. Besides, you're not as good a running back as you used to be. <laughs> Never sniffed a field again. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, wake Bert. up, son. Unholy? Please say unholy. <laughs> no, I didn't make the list. Darn but. It. uh Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails this weekend. The weather is going to be amazing. 
So if uh, if you don't have a bike, go rent one. Josh and the boys will take care of you there. If you want a bike, go buy one. They're going to hook you up with the deals. Plus, you got all the accessories and the knowledge to get you set up right. ActionRideShop.com is where you go, as well as just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Avatar, Alice in Chains, Tool, Stained, Mudvayne, Clutch, Ghost. And then, of course, for the uh, the Spider-Man guy, uh, Slipknot's new abortion, uh, Jane's addiction horrors, uh, Tom Petty free falling. I love uh, whores as a song. GNR strapping young one. Uh, no crew. All right. What do you want the crew Vince, for? Vince Neil's birthday. No, it is. Usually okay. people call him. Yeah. We want to, you know, the reason down. why isn't because people aren't fans of Motley Crue. Just don't want to acknowledge that Vince is about to have more cake. We just, it's a, Isn't it's a, he on the road again? Yeah, but yeah, it's, a, out with it's Stephen a, Piercy now trying to oh, sing. With rap? Two guys that can't sing. Trying to sing yeah. ballads together. It, it's just, uh, I think when you think of uh, Vince Neil's birthday, you just think of the Bumble from the Rudolph special piling cake in his gullet. And it's just a sad thought. So maybe people are doing that. Uh, I love the horse song, but I don't want to do that. Let's go dance macabre. Let's get Satan involved. Ghost will sing for us. It's a great song. By the way, the abortion girl has emailed again and said she got a Cheez-Its before and Oreos after. Oh, man, she double-dipped. She stayed for the full. <laughs> Brady's thinking about an abortion now. I then. think double-dipping <laughs> was why she was there in the first place. Girl double-dips a lot. Get a snack and a dessert. My God. <laughs> um, and Scott Haynes has been working on our uh, our political superheroes, much like pro-life Spider-Man. Uh, wonder if I should keep it woman. Which I really like that one quite a bit. <laughs> Dead and Black Adam. Uh, Dead Pool of Goo. Ew. The Flush. I like that one. Uh, and the nemesis to pro-life Spider-Man is pro-abortion gle- green glob of slough. Green. <laughs> Uh, pro-life Harley head quintuplets. I like all these. Very good. Pro-life Spider-Man. You're my hero. Wait, wait. And don't hit women. That's our message this morning. Gay has been around for as long as you want to remember it and don't hit women. I mean, Shakespeare was gay. Remember back in the day uh, when Shakespeare was popular, if you ever watched Shakespeare in Love, you realize that guys in the audience, this was a common social thing. Well, no woman should be on stage. They dressed the men like women. And the sex scenes were done with two guys. Or the love scenes, I should say. The kisses and the Romeo and Juliet. It was a guy dressed as a girl. So it's the same. That we're very Shakespearean nowadays with the, you know, Sam and Kim dancing around. Yeah. Very Shakespearean. Ham actors. Gross. But women couldn't do it. That was the whole purpose of Shakespeare in Love is that they had to dress Gwyneth Paltrow up. But I always thought Shakespeare in Love was just a dead ripoff of just one of the boys. It just had a lot of Shakespearean language. It's the exact same thing. Even the reveal where her boobs come out. You're like, oh, that's how they mm-hmm. found out in just one of the boys. I remember elbowing my uh, girlfriend at the time, who later became my wife, then became my ex-wife. This is the same damn thing as uh, just one of the boys. What movie is that? I'm like, uh, yeah. if you were a teenage boy, you'd have known that movie. Oh, yeah. Said, <laughs> they, 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 her one of the best reveals. There. And where did they come out? Big Surf. Oh, yeah. They filmed it at Big Surf, and they whipped her cans out. She had great cans. I thought she should have been a bigger star. She did. I paused and knocked that out of the box a few times. That's for sure. Just One of the Boys is the same exact movie as Shakespeare in Love. 
She dresses sure up as is. a boy to get to infiltrate this uh, thing, and then at the end, she she starts liking one of them and whips her cans out. Shakespeare in Love stole the whole thing and won Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan. Are you kidding me? They never did the uh, whip out on white chicks. You know, at the <laughs> no. end. Those weren't real girls, Brady. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> no, the other way. Oh, to have the, we didn't need to reveal yeah. them. That's not that. That wasn't the DNA test we needed. Although it would have been nice for the movie for no reason for the two hot, for the real white chicks <laughs> yeah. to just expose their cans. Sean and Marlon would have whipped them out. and be like, oh, I told you, <laughs> they're in good shape at least. It's out of control now. There's one to prove my point that things aren't different. That's a band called the Butthole Surfers. <laughs> We're mad about Sam Smith, and I just played the Butthole Surfers from from a long time ago. <laughs> Come on. Everybody needs to calm down about Sam and Kim. And just admire that man Kim Petras' incredible breasts and recognize that boob jobs for men have gotten to the point where it turns me on. Imagine what they can do for our heterosexual ladies. If Kim Petras can stuff those in a dude's chest. Amazing cans. What's your wife waiting for? Anyway, look, everybody, Craig Gass is here. Our correspondent for the Super Bowl this week is back once again. Craig Gass is here on a glorious uh, glorious Wednesday. It's abortion Wednesday, everybody. We're talking about abortions, and now we welcome well. six-time undefeated pregnancy <laughs> champ. You've Craig got Gass. six under your belt. You've served out a lot of graham crackers and Sprite, my friend. I have. Is that real? Uh, yeah. Is that real? Yeah. You're a, you're the devil. You're you're using his birth control. <laughs> Knock it off. Six. Six. Control that beast. A comedian. I can't. I'm a comedian. <laughs> it's great trying material. To, trying to get on to the next city for God. You sake. do hang out with a lot of questionable people after a show. And oh yeah. Sometimes that can lead to questionable decision making, which then leads to. It's four hundred dollars and a graham cracker. In <laughs> it's never ideal all the way around. It's you know the fantasy of traveling, Abortion? traveling, oh. and meeting women on the road. Oh yeah, it's never ideal. No, and you've Very, always been known for great decisions throughout your life, right? True. And you told me a story last night where you literally were nearly killed, yes. and then the girl came back, and you're like, mm, I got nobody else in this city, so I'm going to give her one more run. But she's insane. She almost killed him. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not talking about, whoops, that was an accident. It had to have been magical. Like Like on purpose? It couldn't have been that great. I think it was that he just said, I'll tell the story for you. He said, yeah, she almost got me killed a couple of times. I had a great show. Went back. There she She was. She messaged me and said, hey, great show tonight. What are you doing here? She goes, I'm staying at the hotel next door. I was like, I gotta do this with that girl that literally tried to kill me twice. Mm -hmm. All right. One more time. All right. (laughs) Anyway, Craig Gass is here, and uh, wrap it up, because this guy's Third time's a charm. He'll put it in you. <laughs> I'm getting ladies pregnant. <laughs> He's talking on the radio. I don't pull out. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's time now for Brady to give you all the news before we get our stories from Craig about uh, his Super Bowl romp through the town, as you were the one braving the uh, city streets because us locals don't want to leave the house. Uh, so we'll find out what Craig was doing yesterday. I was with him for a little while. Uh, but in the meantime, Brady's going to give you the news brought to you by Hooters. And the biggest game of the year, of course, is what we're talking about Sunday. And Hooters is your place to watch it. And while you do, you'll uh, have a chance to win a 70-inch UHD smart television. That's right. You go to the game uh, at Hooters. You watch it. 
And uh, you might walk out of there with a brand new gigantic smart TV, which is pretty awesome that Hooters is doing that. So knock that out of the box and say, hey, Hooters, thank you for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Kite Flying Day. All right. Ben Franklin Day. A couple of baseless fun facts. The NBA's halftime entertainers, the contortionists, acrobats, frisbee-catching dogs, typically make between $1,500 and $5,000 a show. And they tour it. Yep. Because I saw at a, uh, I was watching the Charlotte Hornets game, and they're playing Memphis. And then just in the background, I saw the halftime show where these Russians with this giant pole that bends, and they're... This girl's bound, and the pole's on the two dudes' shoulders, and the, they're throwing her in the air with this pole. It's like 25 feet long. Is there a chair on top of the pole? There's some of that. There's a little of that Russian circus stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty neat, just behind them. And then two nights later, I'm at a Suns game, and uh, there's these two Russians walking in with the pole. In a, it's in this giant sheath and this yeah. hot girl. And I'm like, hey, I think maybe I know what's going to happen at halftime. And I looked into that. I didn't realize that the NBA tours their halftime shows around. I, I noticed the Red Panda has been touring around too. Yeah. But that's college. I don't know Whoa. if the college money is. The Red Panda is okay to say. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? The that's Red what Brady Panda's calls awesome. a woman's menstruation oh. cycle. She's on the old Red Panda. <laughs> what a halftime show. <laughs> it's like dealing with the Chinese. I won't do it. Please welcome the halftime spotting show. (laughs) The sloughing show. Welcome. (laughs) By the way, speaking of the NBA, I'd like to acknowledge and congratulate LeBron James for announcing himself that he's the greatest player to ever play basketball. He put that out last night. Nobody else said it before. He said it. He doesn't doesn't need the media. He said, I think I'm the greatest player that's ever played the game, which, you know, most greats say out loud first. Oh, they sure do. Yeah. Geniuses do. Yeah, geniuses always say, I'm the smartest. I'm, I'm the genius. I'm the greatest person that's ever done mm-hmm. this. Uh, you very rarely are right. And I, and Brett and I were talking about it. There's no question LeBron's an amazing basketball player, but I would argue that LeBron is the least important great player in sports history. Like, he's done very little to advance the game. He's just really good at it. The same way, like, Tom Brady... People can argue that. I, there's no question he's the greatest quarterback to ever play. In his time, quarterback play became the dominant feature of football to the point where they changed all the rules. Same with Jordan. Yeah. They changed all the rules because Michael Jordan couldn't be stopped. Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry's more important to basketball than Changing the game, LeBron James because sure. he's changed the game. Tiger Woods. They dug up golf courses that were 100 years old because Tiger was too good at them. It's also racist. Right. You couldn't have this black guy knocking <laughs> white guys around right, by 13 strokes without digging up the Masters Winning course. six was, in a row. Yeah, they put trees. How do you throw a 100-year-old tree on a 100-year-old course? How do you move it? <laughs> you just do. Well, anything to stop the black guy. And they actually <laughs> called it tiger-proofing. We get this guy off our course. Put a tree where he hits it. And they did. And he just hit it around it. I always argue with people that uh, Mel Blunt, who was at Harold's for Super Bowl Sunday up there in Cave Creek, is the, one of the most important defensive players in the history of football because they changed the rules when Mel Blunt came in the game the next year. They, they called it the Mel Blunt rule. He was just doing what you do at 6'3", 210 at corner, and he had speed, and he's beating the crap out of these little wide receivers. Like, you can't do that. Give him five yards. And then Mel Blunt got better because after five yards, he learned how to use his hands to keep these. It was amazing. So there's certain guys that changed the game. LeBron hasn't changed anything. Anybody, does anyone in the room think he's the greatest player to ever play the game? No. No. Very few people in the country think that. Yeah. He does. And he'll tell you so. 
So good for you. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is one of important. the greatest, for sure. He's one the of the list. greatest athletes to play basketball. Yes. Yeah. Is he one of the most important players in NBA history? No. If there was no LeBron, in fact, LeBron held, you know, reign over the NBA in its least successful period since the 70s. Right. And in the last 10 years, when can you point to a game that LeBron took over and There's a couple. has become iconic? Uh, the, the, when they beat the Golden State Warriors, he and Kyrie, he did it alone. You know, the NBA as a business could maybe say, sure, the bottom line, has he generated revenue for the sure. NBA and that presence has made uh, sure. franchises go up in value? Right. I mean, a lot of things. Is he great at basketball? No question. Yeah. Is he important to the game? I don't think so. Not nearly as important as all the other guys I met. Not nearly as important as Bird, Magic, uh, Jordan. Jordan. Uh, Barkley fell into the Chicago, mix, but he's, man. you know, again, he's he's very much like Charles Barkley to me. Charles Barkley was an iconic figure based on how good he was, but did he change basketball in any way? If Charles Barkley never played basketball, would basketball have suffered? My personal favorite no. player. Charles? Charles. No question, because of his personality. I do uh, Shaquille O'Neal's podcast semi-regularly. Every time I come in, he always goes, I want you to prank call my friends. Let's make some prank calls. And he always makes me get on the phone with Charles uh-huh. and say, Awful things as any celebrity, anybody. Yeah, so you just call up Charles. Yeah, I guess. Uh, did Charles was there a Penn State connection to Charles? Was he? I don't think so. Robert? He was in Philadelphia for a while. Uh, Philadelphia, because he wanted me to call him as Al Pacino, and I said, "Hi, Charles. <laughs> I uh, I'm playing the coach from Penn State. I heard you like little peckers." <laughs> That's not, not true. Stop it right there. I tell you right now. I know this Craig Gas. I know you're Craig Grass, Charlie. <laughs> I know you like little peckers. Well, who tells you that? Does Shaquille in there, he tell you that? That's crazy. No, I've gone through your phone, peckerhead. <laughs> click, <laughs> click. I was going to say that's when he hangs up. Oh, and by the way, I remember one time he did that, and I go, man, I hate doing that because that's my favorite player of all yeah. time. He goes, John Barkley's your favorite player? And I go, <laughs> I go, well, I go I'm a Suns <laughs> fan. And Shaq goes, you know, I played for the Suns. And I paused <laughs> and went, Oh yeah, that's right. And I realized in that like later looking hour. later, I realized he wanted me to go, Oh, no, you're my favorite. Yeah. But instead I'm just Give me, give me that sense. Papa John's back. That ain't free no more. <laughs> you just lost your insurance. Down. You lost your insurance. You lost your gold bond. Give me that pizza. Yosemite Sam almost had a different name. The other options were Pekasan. <laughs> Texas Tiny. Oh, I don't know. Not far off Not from where Craig was at. Sam. <laughs> Wyoming Willie. He likes to fire his guns at your pecker. And Denver Dan. <laughs> he shot. That was his M.O. He's Why, also- I'm the rootinest, tootinest, east, west, north, south of the Pecos. And here's a shot in your dick. Ah. He's also 0 for 6. Yeah, that's what that was. Yosemite Sam was performing uh, Craig's uh, medical procedures. We'll get it right out of her, Craigie. I'm, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to do with Rocky Balboa. When you said Rocky Balboa was like an anti-abortion guy, I was yeah. like, he should be the pro-abortion yeah. guy. Like, hey, let me get that well, baby. he was. That's what he was punching like, him. Yeah. And he was in the hey, you know, it's a, pro, it's a woman's uh, choice, and I'm going to do the non-invasive surgery. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Rock. Look at it bleeding out. It'll be $300. You get $100 off. Keep hitting the gut. Work the gut. Work the middle rock. You got it, rock. Oh, <laughs> she had twins, you know. That's double the feet. <laughs> the pie that Jason Biggs has sex with in American Pie came from Costco. 
The pie. I thought you said pilot. That's what I said. I thought you said too. I said pilot. And he did say pilot. The pie that. Oh. We all heard pilot. Yeah, we all did. All four of us. Check the tape. Oh, we will. All right. You're right. The guy. You're right. The guy who said it. out for you. And the four people in the room that heard the other. Thanks, LeBron. What are you talking about? never worked out for you. We all thought you said pilot, but you've. You've straightened us out with you. That should be the pie that... That should be an online thing. Like, do you hear... Oh, trust me. The email's come in. He said pilot. He did. Don't worry about it. We all know. We all know. Brady's the only one who does He's big on saying correct. That was... Incorrect. Correct. (laughs) It's called diction. Diction. We'd heard pie at that. Wasn't the first president accused of being born in another country? Chester B. Arthur was always accused of being born in Canada, and it was never proven. Because okay. Trump wasn't around, apparently. If I would have found out, I'd tell you right now, Chester wouldn't have been president. But didn't you run to Canada too, sir? I went to Canada for a little while for business decisions. For, for your feet. I had bad feet. <laughs> I couldn't walk around jungles with these flat, thick, weird feet. That guy looks like one of those maple-smelling <laughs> peccalos. What? <laughs> Al Pacino is right. He's a Canadian sapsucker, and we need to get him back up north. <laughs> Tinder announced some new privacy and safety features. Speaking of pecking. <laughs> One that will be rolling out will allow you to block someone's profile. Previously, you could only do this after matching with someone. Ah. Now, if you're looking through suggested profiles and you come across a coworker, your boss, you can just uh, put block to that and avoid them altogether. There's another feature called incognito mode. It's only available for paying subscribers. Basically lets you lurk around. (laughs) So hold on a second. Your boss can't know you're on Tinder? Well, if you matched up with them accidentally as you're cruising through there and you figure it out. So what? Ignore it. It Tinder doesn't mean you have to date them. It's not Big Brother. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, it does? If you match, you have... i got to go out with Gary, the boss, and I have to see each other now. Hey, I'm Gary. I know we work together, but here's some graham crackers and Sprite for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna put one in you. I'm your boss, after all. A dog walker named Chris Johnson lives in South London. He posted this about on Facebook. He was walking a client's dog. It was a large breed. And he was walking near a lake. The dog came across some poop, decided to sample the goods, just like a lot of dogs do. Yeah. The client said their dog got really sick that night and had to take him to the vet. The vet told him, pretty sure the poop human. came from someone who does a lot of meth. Oh, and if man. it was a smaller dog, it would have died. Oh. Where in San Francisco was it? It was in South London. Oh. <laughs> they have poop in the streets there. I'm, Turns I, out I, re- I read the news. People uh, go fishing at that lake. Oh. There's no uh, toilets out there. So the owner had the dog off leash because the second your dog starts smelling poop, you got to give him a little, little get away from there. Yeah. You don't let him chow down. Yeah, they go fishing. <laughs> fishing for peckers for meth money. <laughs> Al, you're fascinated with peckers today. I love me some peckers. <laughs> Google Trends released the data on the most searched dips in America over the Ooh. past week. For Super Bowl parties. Oh. And uh, Buffalo Chicken Dip is big in Pennsylvania. <laughs> home of the Eagles. That's right. Uh, California, Bean Dip, Texas, Corn Dip. 
Arizona is. Don't, uh, Brett. I, I, can, I can see you laughing. Pepperoni pizza dip. <laughs> you can't you can hear, hear it. Hear an eye roll. Yeah. You, you can hear Brett going. <laughs> <laughs> Pent up bigotry. Montana is no bake peanut butter dip. What is that? What's that? Oh, you're, no, you're saying that wrong. It's no dad peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think uh, anything un- else unusual. What's Ohio? Nacho dip. No. And what are we? Pepperoni pizza dip. This seems to be the trend. I've never even heard that. Me Last either. couple of years, it's always like, here are what every state looks the most yeah. for in categories of porn. <laughs> we have that. And... <laughs> I don't know if I believe any of that. I don't like, either. That's like a trend. Like, like this is what each state is totally into. Right. And why is it? Well, like, why the, does the Colorado River change that? Google yeah. Searches. Well, so, we get what it yeah. is. But I mean, why would the Colorado River change my desire to like California's From, into foot pet fetishes? And then this is, you know, Asian. Right. Right. That's pepperoni dip. No, that's peanut butter dip. With chocolate chips and pretzels? Yeah. What the hell's going on? Isn't it just a bowl of peanut butter with some yeah. chocolate chips That's in it? That's lazy. And there's that way happens. lazy. No bake. So it's just, you just... Yeah, yeah it's a peanut, butter. peanut butter and peanut chocolate butter. chips. You know, there are people who bake you, peanut butter and chocolate chips? That's what I was chips? just going to ask. You, you're saying yes? Yeah, there's people that would bake, bake peanut, peanut butter. butter and chocolate. You've seen this? Isn't that a cookie? I haven't seen no, a baked No, because you need a cookie dough and stuff. Cookie, just yeah, peanut butter baked. It's going to melt. It's just going to melt. It's going to be a yeah, cool. common sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Brady looks upset that we're arguing that you make peanut butter. <laughs> Why are you guys fighting this? Don't well, poo-poo it. I mean, Dick handed me the story. I mean, They fry uh, peanut butter every now and then, too, but just a little to hold egg rolls together. <laughs> You're like Dave what? Holmes of food. <laughs> you just stuck out an egg roll together. You don't listen to him, Brady. Let these loudmouths keep talking about how they don't like food. You and me, baby. You're right, Ralphie. Ralphie, you're like this one. That's right. Hot garbage, the 2023 Craig NBA like All-Star Game. <laughs> Oreo is rolling out NBA team cookies. Basically, every team gets an Oreo. Wow. They bling them out. Yeah, they put the logos there's, on the Oreo. Yeah, the lo- logos on the Oreo, and there's uh, sprinkles on them, too. Yeah. Get- oh, that's kind of cool. I thought it would be different. That's actually really I'm not finding anything for baked peanut butter yet. I never even heard of that. Yeah, and I think Brett's right. It just turned into, like, glop. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I'm don't. i saying do people, the question was, do people bake peanut butter? Not just the peanut butter only. It goes into something. Like hockey pucks. Yeah, but I don't know what we that is. We said like, peanut butter dip, and you said, yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they throw bake it in the, the oven. No, he yeah. said, do they bake peanut butter? Yeah, because that was yeah. what I was you looking at, a bowl stuff. of peanut butter, and they called it unbaked, like the other option yeah, I don't would know be to why bake they, it. Exactly. Why would they say no baked peanut butter? That's what we were asking you. You're the food guy. <laughs> now you he's told us, around. And you told us that they would bake it, and that's when we got confused. It took him a whole step to come might, around. That one I might heat up. Brady. Melt the chocolate. And- <laughs> Here we go. Al's going to be upset. You what trust, would you dip in there, Al? You trust anybody with a pecker that tells you a story? <laughs> Not all the time. Just, just the ignore time. Brady. Just ignore all these food haters. You and I are right. Bake all the peanut butter in the world, Jiffy. This uh, little... Survey found out that the uh, millennials love Cheadle. That's the dust on Don Cheadle? <laughs> yeah. No. Too. They hate him <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Millennials love Cheadle, <laughs> not Cheadle. The dust on chips, 59% prefer the uh, Cheadle. Gen Zers, 
52%. As you get older, the less tolerance of uh, cheating. Yeah, I just I can't stand fake dirt on my food. <laughs> Millennials I, have the highest amount. Yeah. There's your Cheetle news. Thank you for that. We should have a special category. It's coming Thanks up to all these people in, uh, <laughs> staying in resorts for the uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Here are five reasons uh, hotel jacuzzis are pretty gross. No. There's definitely poop in there. Sure. The average person has around 100 milligrams of, of it hanging around between their cheeks in uh, a given time. Uh, That's around a 50th of a tablespoon. But 50 people have used that hotel jacuzzi that day. That's a full poop. <laughs> you could swallow some of that stuff. <laughs> Viruses, funguses, and bacteria love hot tubs. The temperature makes them the perfect breeding ground for things like E. coli, staph, and <laughs> Legionnaire's disease. Uh, whoops. That was you, Al? <laughs> Al, come Sorry. on. One of the main reasons hotel hot tubs are disgusting is people just don't practice good hygiene hygiene before they get in there. And their chances, uh, you know, they want you to rinse off before you get into the hot tub. That just means people don't practice good hygiene, period. Not before they get in a hot tub. Generally in life, they're walking around, which is why I always say shower after you take a dump. Clean yourself. Soap and water. For God's sakes, you're walking around with poop on you. Depends on the hotel, but... You're supposed to uh, change the water every three months. Yeah. Well, that's why hotel uh, and resort pools and spas smell like 90% chlorine. Because mm-hmm. we're pigs. And, and that's they have the to fifth burn thing. Like us the chemicals themselves are bad for you. Sure. But without them, you're swimming in a stew of somebody else's feces. They said they do kill germs. They're also toxic. So experts limit yourself to a 15-minute dip, especially oh. kids and pregnant women. Hot tubs. A lot, lot of weird stuff going on in hotels. Every time I make friends with management in a hotel, I'm always asking them questions like, what's the weirdest? Oh, I don't even want to know. Complaints are the best. What do they complain about? Um, there, oh, was, there was one uh, friend of mine who ran a, a hotel property in San Diego who said, uh, one of his front desk managers came and said, there's a woman in 305 that is uh, upset she wants a refund in the room. He goes, what's wrong with the room? She goes, <sighs> She says, every time her husband sits on our toilet, his balls keep touching the water. <laughs> I have that problem. <laughs> and he goes, they want money back for his he balls? Goes, tell, tell, can you tell her to come down and ask for me? And she goes, yeah. you want me to refund the room? He goes, I'll refund the room. I want her to look me in the face. And I want her, I want her to look me right in the face and say, listen, because of your high water levels and my husband's incredibly elastic testicles, we have a problem. You don't make that call. What's wrong, Billy? You pack a touch in the water? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Could we get a cushioned seat? You're about my age, Craig. Are yours in yet? They're not. They don't oh, hang that low. I got a problem. Yeah? It's in there. It's like it there hurts? For, no, they're down in there in the water. They've been in the water for a long he time. He lays them over No, really? I pinky swing them up. <laughs> and it's the worst you know, it's feeling weird. I kind of want to see that. No, I'll show you later. <laughs> He's got taffy down there. It's like pulling it is, taffy. It is. It, well, and you know how I think you can do it is by this. If you have long elbow skin, yeah. it's the same skin as on your scrotum. It feels the same. It's just ballless. I don't. It, I pull don't, on your. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Pull it. Yours isn't bad. You got a tight one. You're high and tight. Yeah. <laughs> high and tight. You're high and tight. Not me. Gilbert tonight. High and tight. Glendale, high and tight. Glendale tomorrow. Hey, by the way, the shows are sell- the first shows are selling out. There's two shows each night. Uh, Tickets still available is what you're saying. Uh, for the late shows. <laughs> well, for both, really. Yeah. 
uh, out. The Gil- selling out is not sold out. Gilbert tonight, Glendale tomorrow, all at getgas.com. There you go. Uh, JP's tonight, and then um, uh, Stir Crazy tomorrow. There you go. He's performing live. Mm-hmm. Videos? We've got some videos. All right, let's have it, Brady. Brett, do you have any? I got two. All right, I'm worried about yours. You Brady? Open with Brett, or do you want to open? No, Brett. No. Brett's, Brett's the Mariano Rivera of Brett's videos. Brett's the closer. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the closer. Brett's Brett the closer. Is absolutely the closer. Brady just won't bring himself to show us Brett videos, and thank God for that. Although Brett's First one's a little uh, guy on a uh, not the SUV. Uh, ATV. What do you call it? ATV. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding on top of an SUV. I, I, I had like four or five. All right. Come on. This is oh, up and over the Is it Craig Gas that screws up our internet? Come on now. That, well, what do I have to do? Finally that? loads. I don't know. It loads up every day, and you've been hearing it doesn't. It's right, a good scorpion. Go. He's just, oh, didn't we just watch this? Why does John always no, complain different about me? Because <laughs> you're here, and it's changed things. Yesterday I was telling you about my Super Bowl video, and you started yelling like, well, where's the money? Where's, where's the money? That's, where's the money? We that should was... be both asking that. That's, I think we watched that just the other day. All right, ready? That guy's scorpion. We saw it. Friends at the broken back. Is it? No, no he's fine. No, he's fine. Next, this these is are nothing uh, compared to what you're about. The to. scooter drag races. Okay. I don't know. Maybe someone. I'm sure this person's feeling it. The next one. <laughs> We're still watching that. All right. Oh. Sensitive oh, content. Oh, they're on scooters. Here we go. Oh! Somebody jumped out in front of the scooter race. Like helmet on. Oh, oh, and his helmet flew yeah. off. Oh, yeah. I thought it was his head. Oh, my God. Watch out, Peckerhead. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy gets plastered. I'm not complaining about you, Craig. I'm trying to help you do all this work for free for crying out loud. Yesterday when you were yelling at me about not making money, I was like, is this what it feels like to have a dad? <laughs> Toledo but where's the money? Well, you got to bring that up. Where's the money? Why are you going to make fun of Toledo? Jeez. The <laughs> next one is a guy on a snowmobile. <laughs> it gets uh, out from under him, and he goes into the wall. The amazing thing is is he keeps the beer bottle in his mouth. He's got his beer. Oh, jeez, he can. does. It's a beer can. Okay. Is it a can? I thought it was. Look, snowmobile's gone. Oh, and he just rode it right into a house. Where was he going to go? He was six feet from the side of a house. He just shuts anyway. it off. Billies are so stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. Save my natty light. There was nothing else that could have happened in that video. You're eight feet from a house. You gun the snowmobile into the side of the house, but there were no other options. That was good, yeah. though. Where that was, was fascinating. What, I, yeah. I'm with you. What was the plan? Well, yeah, what was supposed to happen? Every, and there's a track. Like, this is not. This is where they always go. Like the, yeah, like they've done it before. <laughs> There's no other options. That's how you ride one of these things. Is it a trailer house? Were they planning on going under the trailer? There's no under. It's There's no tunnel. Maybe they're trying to dig a tunnel. What's dangling from his face? A beer. beer a beer can. can. A beer, it's a beer can. can. You could have followed the bouncing ball, Craig. Holding it in his mouth. Yeah, I don't know why this is happening. And it's still hanging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's permanently attached. It's a hillbilly, <laughs> hillbilly gym. All right. Next one's a... Guy helping his buddy jump up to hang on a limb, a tree, a tree limb. branch. Okay. Oh man! Oh, 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 the whole tree came down and killed his friend. Oh man, that is that is going to hurt. Good thing you didn't have any teeth. 
from all the meth use, or he lost him right there. Is he holding the beer in his mouth, too? Wow. The guy receiving the tree just kind of leans back like, yeah. that's going to help. That, I should uh, roll with it. Roll with it. Go back. Yeah. Um, all right. So This is a family arriving at a resort? Yeah. Before you – in Thailand, they have these kind of docks that go out <laughs> into the ocean, and – it's amazing watching all the people try and try and walk on this dock when it's uh, okay. when it's really when the wave out. comes in. Yep. Oh, there's a wave coming. Oh, no. it's a roller. Oh, that's kind of cool. You ride. Oh, oh, you ride. <laughs> oh, that was kind of cool. Wave. That's neat. Yep. That the, should be a ride somewhere. That should be a big surf. Yeah. The, the bellhop knew how to handle it. Oh, that looked neat. Oh, the bellhop was yeah. smooth. They drop, they drop you off. They'll, they'll go out for a long way. He just rolled with it. Docks. But. He that's, tries to run. That's one of my, I, I don't even know where that is, but it's a, my favorite country because you can't sue, evidently. They don't have liability insurance. They just put you on there and go, it's your ass if you fall down, dummy. We told you not to run with it. The next is a quality kid fight. This kid gets uh, bullied by two other kids oh, in the... It's a little boxing ring here. Yeah. A little kickboxing. They got their legs yeah, shields the, on. The, the smallest kid. Oh, that kid's got skills. He's taking oh. two on one. He just can't take it now. He can move. Oh, the flying Superman knee. I watch backhand. Boom. Oh, he knocks them both out. The little guy's winning. Well, the rabbit, isn't that? What's that rabbit punch? Oh, the elbow to the back. Oh, a kick to the head to the kid. He's already defeated. He's the champion of all the Philippines. What you don't know, Brady, uh, that is the Philippines. Those aren't kids. Those are grown men. Oh, (laughs) They just look like children. (laughs) Wow. That kid's awesome. At the end, they bust it out into a journey song. It's really cool. (laughs) They karaoke immediately after to celebrate. That's just their culture. Uh, You got another one? Toledo sent this one. This is a... Oh. This is a broken ankle. Doctors are cutting the shoe off. Is this what your ankles used to do, John? Oh, mine used to just fall off. But I don't know that they would... His bones out. Oh, no. His his foot is not... That's bad. He just took off his sock. His foot is up by the middle of his shin. 90 degrees, right? Pop and lock. My God. Wow. Man, all right. 90 degrees. Brett, got some good ones to follow up with, but you look confident. I like that Johnny British 36 wanted to put his name all over the broken. Got to stamp it. Got to stamp it. We'll just start off a little little easy. You got to get your name on it. (laughs) And why? Money. That's right, Craig, to get paid. Otherwise, what's the point? Followers? Followers? Okay, Jim Jones. Make some money. (laughs) (laughs) This one goes along with uh, Pro Life Spider Man from yesterday. This one just came in today. Oh, no. Oh, he's climbing the side of a building. No, he's not anymore. Oh, God. This is a humongous building. He's okay. He's okay, everybody. Look, he gets up. He was he was he was back to work the next day. We had one of those in downtown Phoenix yesterday. Yes, we were talking about pro life Spider Man. That's what brought on all the abortion talk. Let's watch again. That's fifty stories if it's anything. Oh, Oh, that sound! The unmistakable sound of wet cement. You know that reminds me of nine eleven. Wow! When the guys were jumping off of that. Wow. December 11th. Unnecessary commentary. No, we know. (laughs) Wow. It reminds all of us of that. 
horrible death off the side of a building. Yes, Craig. Gilbert Excellent. tonight and Glendale tomorrow. <laughs> and then Crandall sent over uh, two for <laughs> the worst, worst ever op-ed I've ever. You know what it reminded me a lot of? The horrors of 9-11. You just took the worst thing we've that? seen and made it sad. We were all, oh, we were all over it. This when guy we moved were into attacked. his condo early. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't finished. He fell off. Wow. I came out of the media center yesterday, and there's wow. cops and yeah. fire trucks, and I was like, wow, it seems like a lot of cops. It's weird. Dude just hanging out in the top of that building, and he just climbed it. Fr- it was amazing. Pro-life Spider-Man. All right, Brett, knock it out. All right, and uh, these come from Crandall. Uh, it, it, it's titled, Hope Greg ate, uh, ate, ate breakfast this morning. Hope Greg ate breakfast yeah. this morning? Okay. He meant Craig, but, you know, oh, Greg, okay. Craig, oh, whatever Craig, it Greg. takes. Yeah. Greg Crass. Yeah. Happens all the time. All right. Greg Grass. All right. So this is just oh, be careful on oh, the freeway oh, when you break there's down. There's a car broken down in the middle of the freeway on a rainy day. Here comes a bus. Uh, it's going to miss him. That's okay, tight. guy's got his door open. Ooh. Oh, this is very tight. He's standing in two lanes. There's a guy in the back. I don't like this. Putting the flares out or, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, not as bad as I thought. I got the front guy. Got the front guy. The back guy dodges it. Front guy does not. You know what that reminds me of is Charlottesville. Remember Charlottesville? <laughs> oh my Racism? God. Oh, that's what that reminds me All of. All right. <laughs> Gilbert tonight, <laughs> Glenn tomorrow. tomorrow. That reminds me of the Holocaust. Memphis, April 4th, what? That reminds me of playing with Tonka <laughs> yeah, The worst possible things ever. My brain went right to Auschwitz when I saw that. Oh, thanks, Craig. Thanks. Thanks for making it somehow or another JP's ten times worse. tonight? Yeah. And we'll end with this one. Wow. You guys remember the Holocaust? <laughs> Let me refresh you. Okay, here we go. Oh, God, there's people waiting for a train to cross. A guy on a bicycle isn't waiting. No. 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 Okay. No, no. no, he's down. He's down. Don't get up. Get Stand. out of the way. Get out of the way. Did that just cut us like? Oh! Oh! How did he do that? Oh! He's still He's still alive. alive. <laughs> Pull him away. There goes the light. There goes the light. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> yes. That's the single oh, worst. Oh, and he's still alive. That is the Whoa! single worst video no. I've ever, ever. seen ever. in my <laughs> ever. life. Ever. Did you watch it again? No. That's the worst one Brett's ever shown us. <laughs> that is the worst video I've Same. ever seen in my life. I'm with you. That's the, I, I, that's the worst one. I am cringing inside. Oh, oh there he is. He's still on TV. Turn the TV off. <laughs> you don't want to watch it again? Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> I want to see how he gets in this pickle. All right. Because it seems like something he could have avoided. This like, reminds me of Thomas man, the Train. He's, he falls down near a train. Near the train and then somehow and works, his, works his way room. under it. Yeah. Uh, he's riding his bicycle. He's down. And he's he's nowhere near it now. He's trying to save his bike, he's I think. trying to get out of the way. Oh, no, he's got rolling. him right there. Got him right oh, there. Oh, 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 How does oh. that miss him? It didn't. It just oh. didn't cut him up yet. Enough of these. Oh, for crying oh. out loud. There's, there goes one. Oh. There goes both. There's oh, the carnage. Just rips his legs off. Okay, I hate all of you. I hate everything about being alive. And then he leans up. Well, yeah, he's, he's a bit in he's shock. He's in shock. Yeah, he ain't gonna make it. It's right before he dies. Uh, Don't wow. say it. Wow. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> Nicole Simpson's porch. <laughs> you guys remember uh, OJ? Wow. Yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever that's seen. That's in there. That's terrible. All right, thank you, Brett. Yeah. Thanks for that taste of India. Yeah, that was I nice. do remember somebody like 20-something years ago showing up with a VHS tape, um, uh, too shocking for TV. And he said, dude, 
Watch I'm, this. I'm going to show you something. You'll never look at trains the same way again. Oh, God. And sure enough, that's exactly what yeah. me and my buddy walked away with. Like, oh, my God. And for years, I would look at a train and think of that video. Yeah, well, I'm going to think of that. And now I'm going to think of what we just saw. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Yep, that's a good start to the day, everybody. It's 820. Ooh. I am uncomfortable. Uh, and Gilbert no, tonight. Yeah, Gilbert, you say, Craig will show the videos tonight if you want to go to his show. We're not sending them to you because I'm not attaching that to my phone. But Gilbert tonight, Glendale tomorrow. Yeah, we're not sending those from our company email either. So. No. JP's Comedy Club tonight, Stir Crazy tomorrow, getgas.com for all the tickets. Get I, gas with two S's. Craig will have the videos for you tonight if you ask him. Uh, it's 98KUPD. Yikes. <laughs> Pregnancies that I fought. Oh, is that right? Some of the girls that you uh, have given graham crackers and sprites to could be listening today. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I can't. That's pretty impressive. I can't remember. I like that. But yeah, I did a lot of partying growing up here in Arizona. So at my shows, people who I used to party with who continued, I stopped, they continued, show up at gigs. So you don't suppose that uh, pro life Superman. Your Spider-Man could be actually your child. You don't know. You, <laughs> do, you, do you have any? Do you, are you worried about a door knock? I'll say this, and I shouldn't say this out loud. Please I do. Really, should These are my not favorite say this moments. out loud. Anybody who says it's about to say something interesting. <laughs> I got a message once on my old answer machine. I was 19 years old. It's a girl crying. Oh God! And she said, "Craig, call me back." Oh no. I'm pregnant. And click. And to this day, I have no idea. You didn't call her back. She's still waiting. I had no idea who She's it was. She's still waiting on the call. She didn't say her name. It could have been anyone. It literally is what you're could have been anyone. <laughs> but you had to narrow it down a little bit. That was really hard to do. <laughs> that was really, I mean, you, you I, always, I always say, and I've always knew it was. You I, liar. I swear to God, you I have know who not this even is. a clue. There was something about growing up in Arizona, and I don't know if it's still the same today, where I would tell people about how it seemed like everybody was getting laid. Yeah. Everyone. Well, not me. And it just seemed to be a really fun place to grow up. Yeah. And I was like, either I went to the coolest high school You did, because I had the opposite experience. <laughs> because, I think yeah. it was mainly because of my body and face. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. getting laid. I watched. Uh, now I found out later that everyone I knew was getting laid. Mm. Like, when I was, like, in my late 20s, I thought everybody kind of had a similar childhood experience to me. as like, being awkward and fumbling around and never getting anything good. And then I'm talking to guys who were... Getting you know all sorts of stuff done in junior high. Brett was Brett told a story, but he used to sexually assault ladies at Big Surf pretty regularly in the eighth grade, huh. allegedly. Huh. <laughs> what are you going to do? But you know we always ain't there anymore. We would we were talking about how you pull the. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not it's legal. Now. Allegedly, <laughs> statute limitations is gone. Stayed there, the and it's closed done. it yeah. down. That's what Bin Laden exactly. says. They built a new building yeah. there. What are we it's still done. crying about? It's done. But yeah, he, Get I, over it. we used to pull the uh, bikini tops off the girls. <laughs> and Brett goes, we used to wade under the water and throw fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, what are you going to do? They didn't know who was doing it. And Craig gets calls from lady. You know who that is. Swear, not even. You had to narrow it down to at least five ladies. Couldn't do it. There were more than five possible. I I really had a lot of fun growing you up. You were slaying <laughs> it. From, from, and it was uh, girls my age yeah. in high school up to women in their 30s. What in the world kind of... Where the hell were you? Yeah, you were a Superman. You know what? I, I came across a video of me at that time that will explain it. I'll, I'll post Handsome. it. Handsome? 
just long hair. Like I'll, Yours is video, much cooler. There's a video of me when I was like 17 hanging out with Sam Kinison that I that I got. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. And uh, I, I'll post it before the commercial bre- or during the commercial break, and we'll so people can look at it and go, "All right, that was me." In so that's why that guy got laid, is what people will say. Yeah, no kidding. So you at 17? Oh, at at 15, 16, like I couldn't even. I was. It's a terrible hair, thing to cocaine. say, but I was, I mean, when you say like, you know, you, you know how you keep track, you like write a list yeah. and you don't, you know, some of them are just like, all right, Carol. And then there's like a uh, train woman, uh, <laughs> like, uh, conductors, uh, <laughs> well, just I met I her went, on a train. I went on a couple of senior trips cause I never finished high school. Describe and, senior trips. Cause I just got a different visual. Senior trips. <laughs> <laughs> I Man, never you started young. Yeah. I went to high school for a long time. Yeah. I, was still, there a lot. I still don't have my diploma, but I got to go on a few senior trips. Sure. And we would usually meet up in Nogales, get on a train and take the train down to Mazatlan. Yeah. And, um, uh, so yeah, I, I, and I still go to reunions for each of my senior years oh, in high school. Because <laughs> I was, you haven't gotten slapped at one of them. Yeah, you want to meet your you kids. Yeah. You never called me I, back, you son I, of a bitch. I keep wondering about that. I've that thought about that. showing up. I've, what if it was Toledo? God, oh, there's, there's people coming this uh, tonight yeah. and tomorrow, Gilbert and, and uh, you worry. up in Glendale, who people are like, yeah, I'm coming in. And there are people who I have like messed up memories. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, oh, cool. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's one guy coming to the show tonight who... Uh, we had this terrible experience of, uh, this is in Tucson. Uh, There's these two girls that we thought were really hot, and, and we are always trying to talk to them. And they go, hey, you want to give us a ride to the east side? Which is always, for some reason, a big deal in Tucson. If someone lives on one side of town or the other, it's like, oh, man, they're all the way over there. Yeah. Like something about small towns. Like, drive and, all the way over there. And, she goes, and these girls were like, yeah, this guy has a cool party pad. So we go to the guy's place after this hype of like this guy's amazing he's so cool he's like the coolest party guy yeah and we walked up as a group i knocked on the door the guy opens the door and i go hey what's up i'm craig i put my hand out and the guy just stared at my hand looked at the girls hey what's up girls <laughs> and i was like oh well guy's kind of a dick and we walk in and he goes uh i'm going to circle k get some beers and i go oh can you get some coronas he doesn't even acknowledge me he right. walks out i'm like wow it's kind of a dick yeah me and my buddy dave who's going to be there tonight at JP's, we go down to the to the bathroom and start doing coke in his room, in, in his in his bathroom. And uh, Dave goes, uh, "Man, that guy's a dick. We should mess up his house." Oh no! And I go, I go, "What do you want to do?" And he goes, "Nothing crazy." You ever seen toilet paper when it's wet? And I go, "Oh no." He gets some toilet paper. Why are you saying all? Oh? Because you're ruining a man's home. You're a vandal. Well, you were he, a guest. D- Dave grabs a, a wad of toilet paper, runs in, underneath the water, and just throws it up. On the ceiling. On the ceiling. And I'm like, well, it looks like spackle. And I go, well, give me one. Yeah. Get some toilet paper. Poof. Give me two more. <laughs> we start running around the guy's house. We open up his closet, like move the clothes apart. <laughs> just, sure. just wet toilet paper. Yeah. Well, the guy was being a dick. Guy comes back. <laughs> yeah, he was a dick. Yeah. The guy <laughs> bought you your beers. He didn't buy you a Corona. Of well, no, no, no. Girls. There's a couple right. levels of the guy comes back. He's got a 12 pack of Corona. Oh. And he goes, uh, uh, Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, sorry if I was being a dick earlier. Um, I go, oh, that's fine. And he goes, well, <laughs> girls probably don't know, but my mom just died. Oh, go, wow, <laughs> man. My, my friend Dave looks at me and he goes, you're an asshole. And I go, dude, he's, he's and, and, I, and I feel really bad. And he goes, he's, here's some Coronas, man. I'm sorry. My name's Jeff. And I go, hey, Jeff. Oh, man, it's nice to meet you. And I feel terrible. Yeah. So I say to him, I go, I go, hey, do you, uh, do you party at all? And he goes, 
what do you got? And I go, follow me. You made it up to him in illicit drug use. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> he died. I, I, I pour, I build him I with pour out. I pour out Genius. some. I pour out some coke. Yeah. We start chopping it up. The guy goes, "Oh man, I haven't done coke in so long. Oh my god." I go, "Yeah, do whatever you want." He goes, "Can I, can I take this line? I go, take whichever one you want." He goes, <laughs> and then he looks up, and he's looking at the ceiling. <laughs> Dude, what the hell's on my ceiling? <laughs> It's the coke, coke bro. Yeah, you just, you're <laughs> oh, man. What the hell? What wow. is that? What what is well, that? Craig can come to your house after his show tonight at uh, JP's if you're they're interested. A, dude, tonight. They're at, showing up. These people are eventually going to haunt you. They, the, the shows are tend to be about those people. Oh. And which is crazy because this is like Super Bowl week. So I got a bunch of NFL people coming out to the shows. Um, play, former players come out. And then all these old yeah. Friends, I used to do drugs with. They're all going to be there. Well, that sounds fun. Gilbert, I'm sold. This is a Gilbert reunion. tonight yeah. and a reunion Glendale. of people who will ruin your stuff, or at least used to. All well, the info. Get gas. I'm com. still fascinated at the idea that uh, now, when you again, when you said train lady <clears throat> worked at a train, met her on a train, or part of a train. Oh no, she was um, uh, on one of the senior trips. A girl from I think she was from Alamogordo because they'd have all these kids from high schools all over the Southwest. And we hooked up on the train ride down to the senior trip. I met her on the train, and she had a sleeping compartment. So you weren't in a train with her. You didn't gangbang this girl. Not, not. I was in an actual train, not a okay, gangbang train. Not a gangbang train. <laughs> yeah, you were not That's part of the train. Story. You were on an actual locomotive. I do. I was on a locomotive, okay. but I do believe, from my experience of growing up here in Arizona, that it just is. Crazy yeah, well, here. We have different experiences. Lots and lots of sex here. Uh, opposite. Polar opposite. <laughs> so much sex. <laughs> yeah, so Knee deep in sex. Opposite. Completely. Yeah, I was probably like, I mean, at that time in my life, it was every weekend. Yeah. No kidding. My if, dad would have been thrilled if there was a message on our machine saying a girl was pregnant. He did it! <laughs> I never thought it would happen. This day has come. He's it, not it, a twink. And nobody ever got that call. It just didn't Your happen. dad is the reason why you yelled at me and said, where's the money? Where's the money, Craig? Where's the money? Yeah. Your dad's in Why are you not? You're wasting your time and mine. Come on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a different experience. Drastically different experience. Well, uh, it's Super Bowl week and Craig's been here all week. Uh, and this is the type of stuff. It's been a very subdued kind of uh, situation. We were at Media Row yesterday and it was... Uh, Mellow. Mellow. Uh, And then uh, last night went to a media event, a dinner over at the farm, which was pretty good, but so gigantic in its uh, footprint that there was actually nothing you could really gain from it outside of just you had a few bites to eat, and that was it. And I saw Cam Hayward. That was pretty neat. Uh, My my takeaway from it was we had to walk through metal detectors to get in because they want to keep you safe and stuff. And then what's the first thing you see? Axe throwing. Yeah, like they provide the weapons inside. If you, if, yeah. Like if, for, for those of you who want to know, it's like the best thing about going through these events is that inside you just hear thunk, thunk over in the corner. I look over and yeah, well you can have access. You can't bring them in, but we'll give you one if you get here. And a lunatic that had that idea coming in, don't worry about it. If they took your axe at the door, we've got them inside. And how much uh, securities on the farms on either side? None. I mean, it was in the front door, and that was and about the guys. It, right? By the way, a lot of people doing security, which and this is part of the reason why it's so easy to get into a lot of things at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these people doing security, they need thousands yeah. and thousands of part timers to do security for all these events, including the Super Bowl itself. Yeah. Well, These are people who would say, all right, Al-Qaeda, calm down. The Super Bowl's covered. We've got Homeland Security on that. <laughs> do you remember when I was, when I was on the field, uh, Super Bowl 48, 
Uh, the, the Seahawks will give me a job every time I go to a game so that I can be on the field. Right. My job is the Seattle Seahawks official team photographer's assistant. Oh. That's my job. You got to stand next to the guy with the camera. I hang, I hold the cameras. Oh. I hold the cameras for him and I just and I and I switch them out whenever oh, cool. he needs them. And I did it at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 48. And I'm standing near the bench for the Seahawks. And a security guy uh, I go, he, he, security guy and I start talking, the guy who's watching the bench, and he goes, man, it's crazy. It's my first time here. And I go, F- first time working, uh, first time at the stadium? And he goes, no, I, I, goes, I just got hired. <laughs> and I go, you're kidding. And he goes, yeah, man, they, got, they, put, they just spread us all out. I got this job. I'm right here. And I go, no way. And he goes, yeah. Hey, uh, <clears throat> if I give you my camera, let me take a quick picture. Oh, my God. Craig, you're giving the idea to the crazy people that there's no security at the Super Bowl. <laughs> God damn it, Craig Gass! Going to get I us all killed. Hey, but, yeah. you got any cocaine? Here's yeah. a tip. <laughs> so we toss I, I I toilet paper at the Broncos. We're chopping on the goal line. Here's a tip for you, because I'm at the Super Bowl every year. This is probably 15th Super Bowl in a row that yeah. I've been at. I never go to the game unless the Seahawks are in it. Uh, there's all these big parties yep. that sell for a crazy high ticket price, thousand yep. dollars a pass. If you are flexible enough to be like, hey, if I go, I get in, cool. If I don't, whatever. Right. A lot of these parties, maybe not a lot, but a, a, a surprisingly large amount of these parties will be will be under what they were shooting for attendance-wise. Yeah. Crashable. And they'll just be like, uh, yeah, just let them in. Come on in. Just yeah. Come on in. They just want bodies in the building. And the people who paid $500 a ticket to get in are like, wow, man, this place right. is packed. So what you're saying is hang around these big events and maybe there'll be The no parties. Fun. Specifically the parties. the parties. Right, yeah. Like I remember that uh, Maxim used to do like a $1,000 ticket yeah. for, the, mm-hmm. for the party. And I, I don't even know who's throwing parties this week. Shaquille O'Neal's not one of them. I can tell you no, that. No, that's a Sha- tough get in. Because Shaq gets huge performers. Yeah. Shaq has a great party. And, he, and it's, yeah. It's, it's, what are you crashing tonight? Uh, I got my first shows tonight. Oh, that's right. You got to do your in, thing. I'm in Gilbert tonight. Uh, Glendale tomorrow. So no more parties for me. Uh, Rihanna shows up for a press conference tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to that. Uh, I'll go to that. Uh, <laughs> you're not in yet, but you'll go to that. Probably. Yeah. Just to see Rihanna do her presser. Uh, yeah. Well, my buddy Jason, who you met last night, yeah. we, we have this shared memory of for some reason when Madonna did a press conference, I think that was in Indianapolis when Madonna performed. I had the worst gas that morning. <laughs> I crop dusted the entire oh, press Well, that's conference. nice. Wow. <laughs> You're really selling yourself here today, Craig. Great job. <laughs> Gilbert tonight. Glendale tomorrow. Craig Meet gas. my old Coke friend. That's exactly it. Coke and friend. possibly his son. I yeah, am waiting that for would that. Be I, I still think you know deep down. You know. No, nope, absolutely you know. no clue. I think it would be great in the middle Gotta of the show. Know. This lady stands up and the light. She yeah. just closes. Like, be like, like the natural. natural. Yeah. 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 And then closes in the crowd. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> no idea. All I know is that she had my phone number. Yeah. And uh, your baby. And she only ever called once? She called once crying. Never said You changed your number. No, I had the same number. And I, I would tell friends, like, I, I don't know who that was. And I, I honestly oh. had no idea. The, like, life was really good. And again, I'm going to post a video here so you can get an idea of what. <laughs> what, what are you reading? I feel so like he said Alamogordo. The guy knows the girl is from Alamogordo, but can't figure out which girl he boned that actually had his phone. Nobody's believing it. If you remember their origin, oh, their, their origin that you're going to remember the girl that called you. You know you know who this is. No, I only remember that I, I never heard of Alamogordo sounded like a Muppet 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Al McGordo's a great character. Al McGordo. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, so I think that uh, I would like to do that. If you aren't, uh, if you're up for it, pretend to be Craig. So how many years ago was this? 25, um, 30. Oh, this is high school. Oh, it's high school. Yeah, this right. is high school. So, so, so if you're in your mid-30s right now, early 30s, uh, I was thinking 35 or so, you come by tonight and say you're Craig's uh, son, you get in for free. That's how it works. <laughs> and Craig Gus is a legitimate child. Hey, there's, there's some guy in the doorway doing a Sam Kinison. That's <laughs> really good, yeah. Kinison out there. Yeah. You are my boy. Oh my god! Would you embrace that or would you run from it? Um, I mean, it's an awkward, a little awkward. That's an awkward. You'll know when yeah. he comes up. And, hey, I'm Bobby Glass, comedian. Yeah, yeah. If he says it, I say, I think you're my dad. That's like, oh man. Hey, I, I, I haven't. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about something. Dude, I think I, you might be my daddy. I, I haven't seen you in in a couple of years, but that that reminds me of uh, during the pandemic. I I spent um, ca- uh, Carl LeBeau's last year with him. Who's that? Carl LeBeau was Sam Kinison's best friend. Oh yeah, okay. And man, that guy. He started spilling. Oh my god, dude! That guy. He he uh, he. Him and Sam Kinison both meet at the same open mic. They both signed up for open mic yeah. same night. Which was the same night that Bill Hicks signed up for the first open mic. And all these guys are like, oh, I want to do stand-up comedy. Sam and Carl become best friends. They just they hit it off, and they start following the dream of stand-up comedy together. Yeah. And, and Carl and Sam make a pact. If one of us makes it, we're taking the other one with us. Sam sticks to his word. Yeah. And he becomes super famous, and Carl is his opening act for every show he does, going up through the theaters and arenas. Wow. Carl's the opening act, and it's crazy. It's drugs. It's crazy women and rock stars, and it's a wild, wild ride where Carl falls in love with a girl that's kind of crazy. They have a kid, and and um, then Sam dies, and now everything's over, yeah. and and now Carl's going through a divorce. His ex is squeezing him and saying, you better give me money, and and, um, and he calls her up and, and just has a heart-to-heart with her and just says, listen, I, I need to talk to you. I, I'm ta- I know you're mad at me. I know you have your issues with me, but I'm coming to you as a human being. Yeah. These alimony payments are set up from a time when I was working in arenas. Right. I can't even get into a comedy club. Please. I'm begging you to, to help me. And she started crying and she said, I'm sorry. And he said, what are you sorry about? And she said, she's not yours. Oh, my God. She's, oh. she's Sam's. Oh, my double God. <laughs> and he finds out after his best friend died that his best friend fathered the girl that he's been raising as his own. Which... That little bald girl with the beret was Sam Kinison. You are not far off because <laughs> like because he. You have a photograph of the daughter. Carl sent me the photograph. I wonder if it's Toledo's ex-wife. Oh yeah, that's Kinison's kid, <laughs> dude. Well, here's here's the thing. I'll zoom in. Oh, oh that yeah. is frightening. Wow, that is Sam Kinison. No! Yeah, and oh. here's here's the crazy thing is at. Uh, back in the day, I heard rumors about it at the comedy store. Yeah. And Carl goes, oh, dude, he would joke about it in front of people. He would go, man, that kid looks just like Sam. And Sam would go, yeah, maybe that is my kid. Maybe that. <laughs> and he would joke about it. And then he'd pull Carl out into another room and go, you know, I'm just messing with you, right? You know, I love you. I would never do that to you. Oh, my God. And he knew in the back of his mind exactly what he did. Oh, and he paid for it. And and Sam Kinison well, that's has lovely. a daughter out there running around. But, yeah. Wow. And, and so by the do way, you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight in Gilbert, yeah, you can meet your daddy. Tomorrow <laughs> yeah, night in Glendale. <laughs> Finally, go to getgas.com. Yeah. Get gas. 
Real easy to sneak backstage too. Just follow follow your daddy's guidelines. You'll get right into his dress. You'll have instincts. Yeah, you'll, you'll have you'll, instincts. You'll, you'll, that's hell enough. You're just waiting for Craig and his. I'm your kid. Yeah, you must be. You must you've be. got the skills. You he ate all sun filing. Yeah. My, my buddies call me the chopper. Yeah, amazing. Well, there you go. You ate all the food in my dressing room. You must be my kid. <laughs> that is Craig's. That is my kid. Uh, it's eight fifty four. We got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. Our correspondent for the Super Bowl once again. Uh, nothing. No money, no uh, no real viral moment, nothing. Just hanging out with me, for God's sake. I'm getting you into parties. That was fun. I enjoyed. Well, no, I like that part, but I'm saying I want I want you to have an explosion here and have uh, you know some fall off from that. But so far, no good. At any moment, it can happen. You never know. You never Do know. something good at the Rihanna show. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. <laughs> You know, we've neglected to even talk about it. Uh, my friend Doug Hopkins heading right on over to the uh, with the Phoenix Open, which is kind of the stepsister Pro-amed. to all the activities that are going on in the city this week. Uh, normally, that thing dominates every second of our day, and this weather's so perfect. And oh, yesterday, Craig, when we were at the the uh, what was that thing of the media food tasting thing, whatever they had. For uh, it's the media party, oh, the, media the party. Super Bowl media party. Yeah, it was great, and uh, I was there, and I could hear my worst nightmare. Which was people saying, uh, you imagine every night in February being just like this? I mean, uh, we should think about coming here. I'm like, no. I just wanted to stop him immediately. Stop, no. I was so happy to hear that uh, Ryan Leaf's wife, people were really rude Anna. to her. Anna. Yeah. Uh, we talked to her and she goes, we went up to Starbucks and I asked for water and where the bathroom was. And they were really rude. And they said they were closed. And I started to walk to the room. Like, That's not the bathroom, ma'am. I'm like, yes. Yes, make everybody think we're yeah, all they're working jerks. it. Keep them away. Anna looks so unhappy when she was oh, coming she was down the miserable. escalator. Yeah. She's like, and I go, what's wrong? And People of Phoenix treated her like garbage. Treated her like garbage. Per my request, brilliant work because listening to those rubes from last night talk about wanting to move here. Mm. Oh, it scares me to death. We're all full up. You stay home. But uh, head on out to that Phoenix Open and stand in our delicious sunshine. By the way, I found the video. And I posted, uh, yeah. yeah, we're talking about uh, why I got laid. Yeah, when I grew up here, and it's because you were you were hairy. I, I a lot of hair. I looked like a guy from Poison. Yeah, you look like every rock band member of nineteen eighty five to ninety. Yeah. yeah, and it was eighty seven or eighty eight. Yeah. This video, it's a video of me as a kid. With Sam Kinison. Which is pretty awesome on itself. Yes. Yeah. And it's, um, I just posted it on my Instagram so you can see what I looked like and figure out like, all right, that kid probably got laid. It's at Craig Gas Comedy. <laughs> now, I have to ask because Two S's. somebody emailed me this and I told this story on the air, mm-hmm. but they said, I want to hear Craig, and it's probably fitting. I want to hear how Craig really felt about your eulogy for his mother. You talked about that in the air? Of course I did. It was oh, hilarious. Wow. Well, <laughs> you know what's funny is I told you, and this is name dropping, but it's I. Corey Taylor was making uh, lighthearted jokes. Yeah, uh, tell me I love you and I hope right. you're doing okay. And then we made a couple jokes back and forth, and I go, my buddy in Phoenix uh, actually said, uh, uh, "Sorry about your mom. Uh, I know that uh, she never." Heard you tell her that you loved her because she was deaf. I didn't say because she was deaf. You knew that part, but yeah, she yeah. was deaf. And I yeah. said, just know, I know you loved your mother. She loved you very much, and you were a great son. And always remember, she never heard you once say, "I love you." <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and Corey Taylor responded, "Dude," and I went, 
You're Corey Taylor. Yeah, you're Slipknot guy. It yeah, can't be what that are bad. You, uh, you weren't offended though, because people were like, you not get at mad? All. and that's the thing people don't know is that there's a very dark relationship between all. the two of us. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. weird thing. Yeah. My my ex used to trip out on us. Yeah, be oh. like you guys are so weird. We've together. toned it down over for a while, especially during COVID. Well, it was brutally like odd. Our first time hanging out together was at a baseball game with the Diamondbacks. I remember, I still remember to this day how awful that conversation was. And we were laughing yeah. hysterically yeah. at a topic that is not no. funny to most people. No. It was sexual assault uh, in every direction. Even you could it was. It yeah. was and sexual. I mean, details and involvement of, you know, not only, like every aspect of it. And we realized midway through, we're in public. The people behind us can hear all of this, yeah. and we're having the time of our life. I'm like, this is a bad friend. It's the Johnny Depp uh, text conversation yes. with yes. Paul Bettany. With Paul Bettany. He's like, I'm going to burn up Amber. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you go to look at that video that I posted of me with Sam Kinison when I was a kid, it is not safe for work. That's right. And the person he's referencing, uh, this was backstage at a show at the Celebrity Theater in Anaheim. There used to be a Celebrity yeah. Theater in Anaheim. And it was backstage at that show. They moved it here. It's Now it's on 32nd Street in Van Buren. It's very nice. <laughs> I love that venue. I want to thank San Diego for that. Love that venue. And Sam, uh, I said, hey, uh, do you mind saying hi to some friends of mine in Tucson? He goes, hey, guys, I want to say hi to your friends in Tucson. This is Sam Kinison. And um, and he starts, he says how much money he made. He goes, it's a great town. I think I made about uh, $28,000. I was only there for one night. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and this, it's, it, so does not hold up yeah. time wise. Like right. it's 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 a little problematic for yeah. what he starts to say. He starts to go off on the reviewer. Oh, and I go, are you talking about M. Scott Skinner? And he goes, that's a guy. Oh man, that guy's a dick. He's a <laughs> and he starts using some language oh. that you cannot use Homo anymore. Homo f word and stuff like that. Oh, much worse. Huh? Yeah. So oh, Instagram at Craig Gas Company. <laughs> If you want to see things you can't hear anymore. If you want to see something really offensive, I just posted the video of me, 17-year-old from Tucson, (laughs) at Craig Gas Comedy, two S's, and you'll see the Sam Kinison video, and and it's uh, pretty great. And that's why I was... And that's why you got laid. You were 17 hanging out with Sam Kinison, and you had uh, more hair than a a, a sports clips floor. It was amazing how much hair you had. Yeah, and partying a lot. And I feel like everyone was getting laid a lot. All right, stop saying that because that was not my... (laughs) That's all he remembers. not what happened for all of us. On the way here... rubbing your nose in it. There's those two mountains up the road from here that are like... There's like a road that goes down the middle of the two mountains. Camelback? Is that Camelback? Yeah. I remember getting laid on that mountain. Okay, that's great. (laughs) Good for you. On the way back from the Golden (laughs) Apex. The girl just pulled over and was like, let's just get out here. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's just garbage. I think your life is miserable because it wasn't mine. Well, if you look at the video of Sam Kinison from when I was a kid, you'll see why I actually got laid. Yeah. And that was back then. Life is not like right. that anymore. No, you can't get laid now. Look at you. <laughs> put, put a side-by-side of why, when you could and why you can't. <laughs> yeah, just scroll through all the pictures. It'll, it'll be obvious. We were mean to Craig's friend last night. He was a little bit portly. He's a little bit overweight. Yeah. And he couldn't have the spicy whatever it was. Yeah. Spicy Thai noodles. Yeah. And he said, I said, he can't have spicy Thai noodles. And Craig goes, no, his stomach, he's got a horrible stomach problem. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and the poor guy just took it. He just didn't. Yeah. And then he's over there eating spicy noodles. He didn't care. I got to say, I can't remember all the lines, but the great thing about having John around you at an event like that is every once in a while I go, oh, wow, look at that. And over my shoulder, 
I would just hear like random comments from John. Well, she looks like a whore. <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, or whatever. You just, you just, I, it's the only thought that comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know what the too nice. He would yeah. never say that. Why would I ever say that about just, that? He man. would just throw out random comments and I'd be like, well, yeah. I don't even know what he's talking yeah. about. He would just like, he would just observe something going on yes. and just make a quick. I'm an observer, but assessment. I don't just fire off she looks like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I might have thought it. But I didn't say that. But uh, you were just spitting out one-liners over my shoulder as I was like, oh, wow, there's some snacks over yeah. there. And I just, you would just spit out just random. Oh, we had to have some fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I love hanging out. It's always yeah. just really, even our text exchanges are just really, are really Nobody needs to know this. Yeah. Uh, Brady, it's time to be inappropriate. You have oh. the uh, mantle for Rock Wars. Let's have it very quickly. Well, what it's is your topic, topic we were just covering. Uh, it's going to be the song... That plays when Craig finally meets his son for oh, the first time. When the door opens up. Oh, yeah. And then on the other side, you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're my kid and you're going to show up, come to the late show because the early shows are so Yeah, they sold out. Buy tickets to your daddy's show for the late show. Be a, late show, be a yeah. true guest. The early shows tonight and tomorrow yeah. are selling out. Uh, JP's tonight in Gilbert. Yeah. And Glendale you tomorrow gets stir crazy. And all the infos at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's. You're going to team up with Brady for Rock Wars because he's in last. So our guest will t- uh, team up. And the topic again will be uh, the, the, the perfect song that should start playing the second that door swings open and Craig's son or daughter are standing on the other side. <laughs> No Pantera, no Metallica, no Slayer. Uh, I want to F you like an animal's out as well because we have to ban that one. That wins yeah. all the time. So this will be the song, the theme song. The, th- the second it happens. The second that my child. You're my dad. And you can't deny it. You know that's probably, uh-uh, that's not a thing. And if you missed it, uh, I don't even know how you got me there. But as a teenager, I got a <laughs> voice. Um, this is answering machine message. It was on tape. I listened to the tape over and over again. I couldn't figure out who it was. Lies. A girl That's called me. Just swear lies. to God, I, I, I had no idea who it was. A girl left Ooh. me a message crying. Part of it is that she was crying. So I was like, who's that? Yeah. Because you're crying. so used to that. And she said, <laughs> <laughs> she was crying and she said, Craig, call me. I'm pregnant. Yeah. If that was so, you, uh, head on down. 1100 <laughs> North 50 He's in town. He's right here and he'll be at JP's and he'll be at uh, Stir Crazy. Uh, I, I don't believe him either, Brett. All right, well, uh, you want to help us out? Holmberg at 98kpd.com. You can text over your suggestion, 97936. Rock Wars is next. It's out of control now. That's your fault. Right in the middle of the story. It's time. It's been a Wednesday for the musical battle. Uh, of uh, weekly supremacy or something like that. It is time for Rock Wars, and it is brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond. Short or long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process, just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. This week's topic by Brady. After uh, his birthday boy week last week, we gave him the win, and he gets to pick this week, uh, is a good topic. And you know why it's a good topic? Because off the air, I gave it to him. It's even better because we didn't have to go through a Brady That's topic. That's true. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't care if I win at this point. We don't have to deal but with it. But you did have another topic. which I, I actually, topic. I think you had another good topic, which was liked. theme song for uh, Pro-Life Spider-Man, who we now know down. We can. That's still good. Hopefully, Pro-Life Spider-Man does something again this week. It'd be great if he climbs something. He can climb my house, Pro-Life Spider-Man. I'd like to see you try that. There's a certain spot I don't think he could climb. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, anyway, so a theme song for when our guest, Craig Gass, inevitably gets the knock on the door. 
from the lady who called him and said, Craig, I'm pregnant, and he was such a swinger, such a swinging D, he couldn't quite narrow down who the pregnant lady on the phone was. I didn't describe myself as swinging D. Yeah, just, you did. Just out of control. Swinging D. <laughs> Slanging the seed. And to be fair, <laughs> off the air, John got an email from someone yeah. who said, well, you grew up. That's true. Experience. And yeah. what, he said his high school was called what? It was Red Mountain, and they called it Spread Mountain. Yeah. I did not have this experience in Arizona. <laughs> My theory, growing up in Arizona. Was that everybody got laid except every, John. It seemed like every, I mean, I was in high school yeah. with uh, other girls in my school, women in their 30s. Nah, like it's just, you were swinging the D. I yeah. was, I was. Cocaine's a powerful drug. Yeah, I was <laughs> and, pulling around, and I don't know what was going on. And so. to explain it, I posted the video of me and Sam Kinison on my Instagram, and your listeners are being very kind. There's, uh, they all said they'd bang you back then. For now, day. they're being kind. Yeah. Just wait. Just, just wait, wait until he wants it. That's my dad. Just wait. Anyway, uh, we have the theme song for uh, the most fitting song that would uh, appropriately uh, kind of surmise the moment Craig finally meets his offspring at the door from this pregnant lady who is shall re- remain anonymous as she did while, I, I, while Craig way, hosed her and left her dead. I'm giving a wide range for them to show up. Maybe my kid grew up on the east side. Right, of Phoenix, you're covering the valley because I'm in Gilbert tonight. <laughs> And then always, um, a, always a promoter. Yeah, yeah. He's in Gilbert at uh, JP's and at Stir Crazy tomorrow night. Two shows each night. Yeah. Uh, very close to selling out the early shows. If you're his kid, get your tickets now to the late show. That's right. And then it will sell out. Getgas.com. So many of your kids. All right. Uh, so the theme song for Craig's introduction to his 35 or 36 year old child at the door. Who would you like to go Brett. first, Brett? You go. All right. Well, to me, it, it seems like this would have been happening at about the same time this song came out and. Uh, I, I think there's no other song better than uh, Skid Row's Get the F Out. <laughs> you know oh, it. I don't have a clean version right now. Yeah. Great song. Craig would play for yes. the kid. Because he was, he was shucking and jiving the whole time. Yeah, boy, this broad. Very yeah, Skid Row. Why do you got to start with your jokes aren't funny? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But this is what you'd sing to the kid. Yeah. All right, that's nice. You ain't my old lady and you ain't a tattoo. Get the F out. <laughs> you don't have to be that close to me. Great lyric there. What are you doing? You're standing too close. What the F's with you? You ain't my old lady and you ain't a tattoo. You shouldn't be that close. I like that. All right, Brady, would you like to go next? Yeah, or you go ahead. All right. I had uh, a song I wanted to use. Now, I know Craig's history. Uh, Craig comes from a family that was uh, your mother had no hearing. My whole family. Yeah, everybody. Your sister. Mom, dad, and You're sister. You're the only one in your Dog, family that. cat. So I, mean, I don't know if that's hereditary. Well, my mom was born deaf. Yeah. Completely deaf birth defect. Dad was born with all of his hearing. Lost it when he was a kid. Wow. Got into an accident. Popped out his eardrums. Yikes. So he had to go to deaf schools. They have my sister first. She's born with my mom's genes, completely deaf. I'm born with my dad's genes with all my hearing. The reason why we moved to Tucson is because they have a good school for the deaf in Tucson. Right. They have a good school for the deaf over here in Phoenix. And I always tell this joke because I went by once and on the marquee it said, Assembly tonight to discuss tuition rate hike. And all I could picture was a guy at the uh, on the thing going, we're going to raise the rates. And the whole audience went, what? <laughs> <laughs> So, 
Sorry, Craig. This was going to be my Dude, song. you can't be. I say this. I know. I, I say I just, this on stage. Yeah. My sister once. I made the most offensive jokes I've ever heard about deaf people were from my family. Oh, I'm sure. Of my it. sister at dinner once said, do you want to hear a good joke? And I said, sure. And she goes, me too. <laughs> I was, like, <laughs> was going to go with this song, which is uh, Craig's family got the, the jeans from his mother, which is uh, like a woman singing I will always love you but she's deaf not only that we have the rest of her uh, and she's trans also and which is very uh, mute and, and trans- Brazilian Brazilian deaf mute trans woman now I was gonna play that but I can't imagine that being a good choice <laughs> although I am the more I hear the more I'm touched so I, I went with Sam Kinison Wild Thing because, of course, this would be the one that would prove it, right? Probably most known for that. Wild Thing, I think you move me. It is. But I want know for sure. Yeah, this kid comes in and starts singing this to Every prove it. I kiss you, I taste what other men had for lunch. <laughs> Why are you kissing him? Why are you kissing your kid? Well, because he's like Tom Brady. He, he loves his child. Very much. They have a very close relationship. So wild thing, because let's be honest, you're, we're known for this Kinnison impression to the yes. point where I, I happen to think it's the single best impression I've ever heard anyone do. Which, that video that I posted, yeah, it's uh, a minute of, I have 30 minutes of Sam hosting a party. Mm-hmm. And friends of mine, when I was in high school, said, I heard you have like a bootleg of Sam Kinnison. Yeah, come over. And we'd watch this crazy video. And watching the video over and over again got the voice stuck in my head. It's brilliant. It's and the next thing you know. It's the best impression I've ever heard. You're calling people up. It, it is the one where I've done the most evil stuff yeah. is with that impression. Because it's the most believable it that that would work. People yeah. over the years would meet me and go, oh, my God, I actually knew Sam. Dude. Can we make a prank call right now? <laughs> and we would call people that were friends with Sam. Oh, no. And they go, hey, dude, you never believe who I'm hanging out with. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? It's Sam Kennison. <laughs> they go, oh, man, stop it, man. Who is this? No, Jeff. And they would t- they would feed me secrets. Remember that time we did cocaine off your belly button? <laughs> it's me. It's me, man. It's me. And the guy would go, what? Yeah, listen. This is after he was dead. After he was dead, so you're faking his death. I, I need, I need some, I need some, uh, I need some cash down the afterlife. <laughs> you need to help me out. And, and then we'd hang up, and they'd be like, <laughs> you make him cry. Yeah, yeah. What a dick. Oh yeah. Now I want to pick that deaf Brazilian <laughs> then trans woman. Toilet paper and just yeah. fall to the ceiling. Uh, you can see the video at Craig Gas Comedy. I just put it up at the top. Of, uh, that's why I got laid a lot back right. then. Brady, what is your choice? Rolled down a couple of uh, song choices for Craig as we were talking about it. And um, and this is the most obvious, by the way. He okay. kind of teared up on this one. Oh, did he you? The, the, the two of you teamed up. I yeah. can't believe that. Not I thought for sure, listening to both of you describe these songs, I thought we were all going to pick the same song. It's a similar yeah. one for, for me as well. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Is it's, it Had a Dad by Jane's Addiction? That's a Cats in the Cradle. Father of Mine. Oh, very close. <laughs> Father of Mine. Pretty good. Where have you been? Be better if he was dead. Close my eyes. I think that would work out great. <laughs> Craig's little deaf son singing to Everclear's Father of Mine might be my favorite thing in the world. All right. What are you saying? Did you see Rex's email? Uh-uh. I can't imagine how it sounds when someone moans the name Craig who's deaf and mute. <laughs> Why would I why would, why would have his sex family be moaning his name? <laughs> My deaf sister. Oh, Clank. Oh. 
You have such big thumb. You're in the wrong room. Again. Sorry about that. You're in my room. Again? In the wrong room. There's a right room to be in in the house of sex. The the whore you met. So gentle about it. The whore you met at the Warwick concert is in the next room. The clean girl called. You seem pregnant. Well, How did you hear the machine? That's what he answered. <laughs> because she was crying so loud. <laughs> you better call her back if you know her name. Her pain was so loud, the deaf heard it. Yep. Hey, when I heard that quack, you need to step up and be a man. <laughs> that was the real voice in the message, crying. I don't know if anybody's going to hear it. I don't know when the beep happened. I don't even know why I'm making a phone call. I'm pregnant. (laughs) That would have been easy to figure out if I would have heard a deaf girl. I just don't know who it is. All right. It's going to be one of my sister's classmates. Yeah, I I know. All right. All right. So it's ASDB. Let me call him up. All right. I'm going to need roll the whole Uh, shebang. What? Why are you calling that? Someone's going to need to invent texting so I can reach out to her. Yeah, Ray yeah there says, was a great story too to call her and say, "Hey, I called and I tried to do the right thing, but she just wouldn't listen." You. <laughs> Ray says, first five of Craig's kids get into the show yeah. free tonight, deaf or otherwise." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just clap when you're, everybody else is clapping. All right, uh, John Gordon, we're going to let you pick this week because we're running out of time. Will it be? Uh, what was yours again? Get the, oh, get the F out. Oh, get the F out, Skid Row. Oh, boy, you're playing up John's nah, I didn't there. know that. Sam Kennison's Wild Things or Brady and Craig teamed up for Father of Mine. Who will uh, the little bastard child uh, be singing? As soon as the topic came up, I thought, Father of oh, Mine. Oh, my God. Yes. You let Brady win again? Yes. Wow. Great win, Craig. Thank you. All right. With the assist Teamwork. from Greg, 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 Father of Mine by Everclear and not I will always love you. That's karaoke at his house. Brazilian mute trials. Family get together. Always remember. Everybody can do it and someone else can do it except this person would need. It's pretty horrifying, but that's where that's it. Uh, do you have it in here? After the break. Oh, we'll do it after the break. All right, we'll, we'll come out of the break with Brady's big win of uh, Everclear. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 That's not nice, but... Everclear there. That is the uh, winner for Rock Wars this week. Brady and his teammate Craig Gass. Uh, all over it, and uh, a beautiful thing. All over it. All over it. Just like Craig's D was on every girl in the 1980s in Phoenix and yeah. Tucson. You got laid in cities you didn't live in uh, when yeah. you were in high school. Uh, you yeah. said you were banging up here. You're down in Tucson. I couldn't, oh, even, yeah. I couldn't oh. even do it in Mesa. No, growing up in Arizona, yeah. it was. There Stop was just saying it like that was handed out at the, at the mailboxes. It was. No. Just like it was at Spread Mountain. <laughs> I remember when my friend Mark in ninth grade goes, I'm breaking up with Tiffany if she doesn't start giving me more action. And I'm like, well, what's she giving you? And he goes, hand stuff, mouth. I'm like, that should suffice. You should be very happy with what's happening because you could be me. Or I'm going to break up with my hand because it's the only thing it's got. 
I'm stuffing thumbs. He was delayed. He was yeah. oh, it's crazy. He was soaking in snowflake. He was just <laughs> all had, over the place. If you had it. if you had long hair, <laughs> I did in the late '80s, early '90s. You were a handsome kid. You showed Stop. me a picture. I look like Macaulay Culkin's AIDS. No, you you were a handsome kid. You had a crazy look on your face. Well, in the picture, I always in the picture the you had a crazy look on your face, but. And you had and cocaine. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing that was missing for me. I was not a fun kid when it came to that stuff, and I'm glad because you know it doesn't lead you down great paths, as you may be the first to acknowledge. Oh, I can't imagine my parents. It's kind of funny thinking about, Dad. I'm heading off with uh, Kennison right now. We're gonna <laughs> at 17. <laughs> what? That's no, all. Cool. Craig didn't even have to sneak in and out of the house. Yeah, that but video. My mom would be, Where are you going? <laughs> Kennison and I are gonna. I, hang out. Yeah, I look like a member of Poison or Warrant in the uh, in the video. It's, yeah, no, you look like you could have been in a band for sure. And yeah. in the eighties, that worked. I did yeah. not. I looked. the comments from your listeners are very supportive and nice. Uh, Nobody said what happened. Instagram fade. <laughs> what, uh, when did it all go? <laughs> That's not the same guy. Those aren't compliments. And this is long before I ever wanted to do stand up comedy. But uh, Craig Gas comedy on Instagram to see the video of Kinnison giving a shout-out to Tucson, and I'm 17 or 18 God, in that video. Had to be it. Wow. We had parties here, partied. I don't uh, want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Because I, I had parties. I went to parties. There's one party that still is unsettled legally at the, um, what's the name of that place? I don't place? know what that means. Um, unsettled means it's You're in Arizona? Financially, so- yeah, it was in. Uh, the lawsuit's not settled? Yeah, what's the name oh, of that resort over by... There's Ritz-Carlton, and then above Ritz-Carlton is a resort. Oh, the Biltmore? The Biltmore. Yeah. Ooh. I had a party at the Biltmore. Uh, Guns N' Roses were there. Oh, God. This is See, after- this is why he's getting laid. I didn't know. I, know. I can't say that when it's I was... A little in, different. Mine was Mark Stebbings was there. two ingredients missing. Joe Rosé and like a couple <laughs> yeah. of guys from the football team. They were in town to open for Aerosmith at sure. Compton Terrace. Of course. And we had this big party. Slash comes into my room. As would happen to most juniors in high school. I was a, probably first or second senior year at that yeah, point. You had a lot of those. And Slash <laughs> ended up breaking a window... In my hotel room and running out. Why did you have a hotel room? Um, Steven Adler, their original drummer, yeah. would hit me up and just say, Hey, man, come hang out. We're staying at the the Hyatt downtown. Yeah. Was one uh, when they performed at Celebrity Theater. You Craig told me was about a that supplier. My, yeah. my, uh, did you no, bring them drugs? Uh, I, we would do drugs, but I they just thought I was a funny kid. <laughs> That's it. That was a funny kid. You're a fun kid. It's funny like a kid. Disney funny, movie. Funny kid. <laughs> bring all this funny, kid's funny kid around. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Slash what? broke the window. And then ran out, <laughs> went back to his room. And security comes, hey, what's going on here? And everyone in the room witnessed it. We're like, yeah, you know, there's, uh, he used to stay under this. I knew what his name was that he would check in under. If you go to Mr. Smith's room yeah. uh, and ask him. And Slash was so scared of his tour manager, who was from here. His tour manager was like a big roid guy. Oh, really? Bad temper. And so just to get his road manager off his back, he goes, Doug, I swear to God, that kid Craig broke the window. Oh, he threw you under the bus. Threw me under the bus. And I'm checking out of the hotel the next morning on the Biltmore. And this guy, Doug, and they had a scary, Sorry, scary bodyguard named uh, uh, Big Ron. <laughs> and they corner me at the front desk and they go, we know you did this. And if, if you don't accept responsibility for this, we're going to take you outside right now. Oh, you're beat the tart of a teenager. And I, I was almost crying. Yeah. 
And I said, hey, so I'm the one responsible for this. <laughs> you just took the and heat. I, I signed it. I still remember to this day how much the bill was. How much? Because it's such a memorable number. $666. Oh, and, my God. And 88 cents. It happened in 1988, September of 1988. The window of the beast. Window of the beast. Signed a thing. And then the next day, I came back to the hotel with my buddy Andrew and asked for a manager. And I said, hey, just so you know, we had nothing to do. He's like, but you signed a thing. And I go, but we they, honestly they it was Guns and Roses. That guy Doug <laughs> yeah. and that guy Ron. They they and Slash went on to talk about it in an interview in Rolling Stone magazine. You're like almost famous with parents who didn't care. And then Slash went on to talk about it in his autobiography. He said, One of my biggest regrets from my drug addiction is there is a kid who used to hang out with us in Arizona. It's you. And I broke a window and I I blamed him for it. And the weird thing is... What a wonderful uh, redemption story. <laughs> Have you talked to Slash hey, about it since? I'm that guy. I, not only that, I've hung out with Steven Slash yeah. Duff. We're all friends now with knowing me as a comedian. Right. And I'm afraid to tell them. I told Steven... That it's you? I Because oh. no they just know me as a comedian. I told Steven, and I go, I don't know if you remember this. When I was 17, we became friends uh, at the NAMM show in LA. And every time he came to Arizona, I would get a room in the same hotel, and we would all party... And there was one night, it was at the Biltmore in Phoenix, Slash broke a room. You were with Ron and Duff, and you guys ran out because Ron said, let's yeah. get out of here. And then Slash tried to stick me with the bill, and then this is what happened. And Steven heard the whole story, and he goes, I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> you give me the stroke version of Steven Adler. Well, he's I, I know. That's I all there is. I enjoy the authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Anything. Your left arm's too high when you raise your arms. That's, that's it. <laughs> if I could have gotten to him earlier. I don't want to critique your impression, but that left arm went up way too high. I have pictures <laughs> from that party. I'll post that tomorrow. But tonight, right, oh right now, if you God. look at my Instagram, there's a video of me as a kid growing up in Arizona uh, with Kinnison. And, um, and that's why I used to get laid a lot growing up here in Arizona right. because of that video. I have a listener question. Because how I looked in the video. Are you interested in a listener question? Yes, go ahead. Uh, now, let me finish it because this guy's <laughs> as dark as we are. It's Key Custer. I know him. It says, uh, has Craig ever actually f- a deaf girl or is the sister still a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been with a deaf one? No, it would creep me out to be with a deaf Too girl. much family ties. Yeah, too much family. Because I grew up around deaf people. It's just It's a family... So, you know, I grew up around hearing people. I don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, never once do I look down and go, she can hear just like my sister can. I don't think she never pops into my brain. Anytime I see a deaf person on the street, I think of my family. So the right. idea of being with a deaf person would be like, yeah. would be like being with someone in my family. It triggers family thoughts. Of course. And they yeah. all smell similar. Yeah. So it's, exactly. kind of, it's like fresh cut grass. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it. I think. They have an angelic smell, the deaf people. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's their gift. Yuck. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the entertaining news, if you can top that. Uh, that only you know. It's called the Entertainment Trail. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. All sorts of seminars and all sorts of things they got going on up there, getting you in shape and getting you ready for the real world, especially with the world of crowds we're about to deal with. Last night, Craig and I were in a crowd. The security's everywhere. You do think about it, especially when you have to walk through uh, you know, uh, metal detectors into a place with a bunch of strangers, and the first thing you see is axe-throwing contests. Well, well, you never know who the nutbag is who's going to have a couple of pops and have an axe handy. Uh, and I can defend myself from somebody trying to attack me with an axe because we've practiced that. It's crazy how much uh, real-life scenarios can turn. They have 
something for all of it. And the female self-defense course, I believe that's April 28th. I think I said the 21st before. That's April 28th, and their gun safety seminar uh, is uh, coming up. All available at reactdefense.com. And if you carry a gun or CCW license or you want it, they can help you get it, and they can do it with the greatest safety course you've ever been through, not to mention day-to-day courses that will just make you a sharper tool uh, out there. You'll be a sharper tool, not just a tool, but a sharper tool <laughs> as you walk the streets, uh, the mean streets of wherever it is you are. Uh, and plus, you can, uh, you know, fend off some of Craig's illegitimate children, which are evidently <laughs> crawling all over the city. IraqDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Aaron Rodgers is doing a four-day darkness retreat to decide his future in the NFL. He's another one who changed his entire life because of the ayahuasca. My favorite brand of porn. <laughs> darkness. <laughs> Favorite category. <laughs> You've graduated from blacked.com to just opaque. Darkness. 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 I like that. I'm going to Google that later. The five best Super Bowl plays of all time. James Harrison's touchdown. Uh, the helmet catch. Helmet catch was number one. Yeah, that's, David a, that's Helmet great. catch number one. Amazing wow. play. Uh, the helmet catch is amazing. Um, Your uh, James Harrison was not in the top that's five. One of, that's the best defensive play in the history of the Super Bowl. That's got to be a top five play. You kidding me? They uh, terrible, number, terrible list. Number two is Santonio Holmes. Great catch. catch. That, that's Boy, why that Super Bowl is so great. Uh, it's got two of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history in it. Malcolm Butler's goal line interception, Super Bowl forty nine. Uh, yeah, Sorry, Seahawks fans, should have run it. Kevin Dyson gets stopped on the one yard line, Super Bowl. That's an overrated 34. play. Was that Rams Titans? Yeah, Rams Titans. Yeah. A he got stopped. B I don't even. I think that just ties the game. They act I like that was a game winner. One yard short as but time I'll, ran out. Yeah. Always remember that. I'll always remember that. It would have like, been a tie. My God, they could have won this but he, right there. No. It's, it's almost. It's, it's a great tackle. Why is it remembered for him coming up short and not for the guy? Because it's got, a legendary. You're like defensive you're, play. I you're guess. A, an it's a better inch away. Play. You're yeah. an inch away from from championship. From tying it. The All Philly they done special was number five. Philly special is a great play. Wait, tying it with the extra point would have tied it. Well, tied it. They were down by seven. Kicked the extra point. So it wasn't like or this. Or could have gone for two. But it, like, they wouldn't have had. Well, Jeff Fisher would have been murdered. Then but that yeah. would have been number one. James Harris. That would have been the top five. Play. I don't know how you. Don't That's why football that. playoffs are the best sports because guys just make dumb, dumb mistakes. They have some stupid stuff. They happening. overthink. They yeah. forget how to hold a football. They're not as big as the moment. They, they, they forget about how to how to manage a clock. It's you watch Trevor Lawrence do it in the game. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, the moment's too big for him. And then the second half, he was incredible. So there's a lot of redemption stuff. It is a great sport. Hopefully we get another one of those this weekend. Leo DiCaprio's uh, potentially added again. He's been linked with a 19-year-old model this time. Ooh, he's going to stay with her Alani. for six years. She's hot. Is she? Yeah. You've yeah. seen her already? Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah, I saw the story. I got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she cried on my answer machine. <sighs> Michael Jackson's estate. Is working out a deal to sell half of his catalog, five hundred five hundred million for just half. Holy cow! And they want to control it. They want to yeah, control. You can't sell it. They, they want to be able to control. But yeah, you, do you get it. half the the dough. For no, them. you get all the dough for its current royalties. You just can't sell it to Cadillac. You don't have rights to move it to new places. Yeah, not, you got no control. You right. make the money, yeah. but that's it exists that. as it is. As far as money coming in from what it already is, yeah, all you can't doing is sell getting... it to people. You can't use it for ads. You can't. It's you have no control over anything that happens. Nope. You just collect the royalties, which is healthy, significant. Yeah. And JG, are you going to get this one? The Metallica seventy-two seasons. They're releasing yeah. it on cassette. Oh on cassette. wow, that's kind of cool. 
Wow. That's That'll probably really cool. be worth some dough. Or not. Or it'll melt on your dash. That's probably what's going to happen to most of them. What Two things, a little follow-up on the Grammys. One, uh, Jennifer Lopez says, Ben had a great time at the Grammys. Yeah. Just want to let you guys know. No, he didn't. Because there was that weird viral yeah. moment. where He looked it, miserable. And the Grammys will tape a two-hour special honoring the 50th anniversary of hip-hop in August. And it'll air later this year on CBS. Also, uh, breaking news this morning, um, Michael Irvin has been sent home by the NFL Network due to an accusation of... Uh, uh, some woman says that he's done something terrible. Which brings us back to the last Super Bowl here in Arizona when yeah. Warren Sapp <laughs> screwed up. Down the hall. Unbelievable yeah. story. Warren Sapp. Teammates at the U. Yeah. Well, that was what we were always amazed at because right after that, all of the NFL network had a cleanup. Um, mm. You know, they lost like seven or eight guys who were evidently touching girls at work and saying inappropriate things. We're like, how is Michael Irvin not in on this mix? Warren Sapp's tossing hookers around. And no. Michael Irvin's the good one who's on TV going, you know, sometimes these guys just do things that are not too smart. So we have to be smarter as men. That's all the time comes to be people. Wow. And then now, evidently, he's no longer part of the coverage. He's been sent home. Uh, he is no longer here. Uh, and he says, I'm baffled with everything. Uh, there was a 45-second conversation in the lobby when I got back after going out. I came into the lobby, talked to somebody, talked to this girl. I don't know her. Uh, 45 seconds, I shook her hand. I left. And this is all I know that happened, and now I have to go home. Wow. So they don't even know what the – he says, I don't even recall the conversation. We were out drinking, friendly. Uh, what's up? I'm perplexed. The ac- The evidence has to be there. For the NFL Network to make that move, well, not necessarily, because the NFL will pull anything it's that could whole, be a, a distraction. It was actually Steve Kime. <laughs> it could have been, could have been <laughs> Cardinals GM Steve Kime once again. Uh, Michael Irvin said, "What law did I break? There was definitely nothing physical." I looked around. Kime yeah. was next to me. Steve Kime, she, she pointed to the wrong bald man. You're not bald. <laughs> yes, I am. Talk about that. Steve Kime gets pulled over. What is your name, sir? I'm uh, Michael Irvin. <laughs> I'm legendary wide receiver Michael Irvin. That's why my finger is on that lady's boob. Oh, there's big doings with that story around here because he's in trouble again for that. And the Cardinals organization is about to go in meltdown mode, and the NFL's covering it because the NFL screwed it up by doing exactly what they're doing to Michael Irvin, taking the accusation and and slurring the man's name immediately like they did Sean Coogler. They're, this is, and, this is uh, not good. NFL being as big as it is. Yeah. I just feel like it had to be more than an accusation that made them go, okay, let's take that step. Because just the, so. ac- just the accusation, I feel like there's there's got to be something. Let me tell you this. Sean Kugler, the offensive line coach of the uh, Cardinals, yeah. had an accusation thrown at him the next day in the paper. says, uh, fired from the team for sexual assault in Mexico City. You told me about this yeah. a few weeks ago. And that, was, an that came from the NFL. That came from the NFL. Immediately, he's fired, get him out of here. Wasn't him. So the evidence that they said they had, they did not have. They've got the wrong. They've got the wrong dude. But I think allegedly in that that instance, they saw something that they thought was him. They hadn't seen anything yet. Oh, time has masked all the. the, uh, (laughs) He got a little stick with a cutout of the other guy. (laughs) How you doing, Michael Irvin? Want to go beast mode back in my room? Hello, Sony Special Effects Department. Yeah. I need another mask. <laughs> another one. This I need another one. mask. Quick. Covered oh. in DNA. I'm sending you a picture of a guy from the team. Just just yeah. make a mask really quick. It's terrible. Well, I like Michael. I've He's always been kind of like a guy who seemed like he straightened himself out. Hopefully this isn't true. We'll see. But the fact that he's already screaming, I didn't do anything, instead of going dead quiet, uh, tells me that 
he's saying, I'm going to defend myself before anything else. We'll find out. But Michael Irvin's not part of this anymore. So That's crazy. Cause I just he, he was all over the media night two nights ago. Yeah. So. Two Super Bowls in a row where former well, Hall of Famers chucking women around the hotel room. Way to go. Keep it together. If you're a lady and you're down there, odds are you're going to get a settlement. Let's get close to one of them. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you were going to say if you're a lady and you're around there, chances are you're going to get thrown around. You are. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're going to get thrown around. Right. You play your cards right. You play your cards right. You're going to get thrown around. You play, you There's play your... setups all over the yeah. place waiting to get thrown. I'd just bump hey. into, I just bump into, I would bump into Kurt Warner until he pushed me. Like, ah, I gotcha. It's a million dollars. Soccer flop. Yeah. I would, yeah oh, there's got to be a lot of flopping. Uh, that's it for us. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.